This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. All right. How's it hanging, ladies and folks? I'm Chris R. R. Balzo, and this is another spooktacular edition of Wizard Hang. Welcome. I am here. I am joined by my two ghoulish guests, if you'd like to introduce yourselves. Oh, shit. What's up? My name is Shane Zoltar from the Dungeon Doobies podcast. And it is I, Falazar, from the Dare Ye Enter the Goblin Cave show. <laughs> wow, such an esteemed guest. Look at you. Falazar's back. Falazar's oh, back. I thought he was in the supermarket. He came back from the pooper market to come. From the pooper market. I was looking for, for Cheez-Its of the uh, Tobasco. I couldn't find any. Oh, Cheez-It Tabasco? No, we should write that down. That's a great idea. They probably no, no, would be really He's on to something. He's on to something. He He's correct. <laughs> but instead, I've been doing a bunch of day drinking. Ooh. Another magical spell I've the encountered in my travels. alcoholism, I see. A popular wizard activity. Mm. <laughs> Sipping on that vodka LaCroix. Token on that vodka LaCroix. OG. The perfect pairing. Oh, shit. Yo, so my vodka LaCroix OG strain is actually curing in my room right now. Oh, it's in the drying fuck. phase. And, uh, dude, I had a f- crazy moment. For those of you who- who've never grown weed before, uh, when you first harvest your plant, uh, like after a day, it starts to smell like hay, like literally just think like you're in a barn, right? Mm. And for a second, I was like, oh shit, like, am I shit like rotting or what's going on? But that's totally normal. But yeah, it was like a very scary moment where I thought like, Eight months of growing this shit and it started like rotting on me or something, <laughs> but totally normal. It's just chlorophyll breaking down, so don't panic for all you. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta send the doobie review at some point once it's ready to go. Oh, oh, dude, I'm rolling the fattest doobie. It's gonna be like a baby's arm. It's dude. gonna be the <laughs> size of fucking Doctor Drake's dragon cock. <laughs> Three I'm times bigger than weed. you were just thinking about. Yo, dude, that's so funny you say that, because uh, my story might have a little nod or, or a tip to, to Dr. Drake himself. Oh, fuck. Dr. Drake be the kind of dragon fellow to fucking wiggle his fingers when he sees a pie and be like, don't mind if I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those fucking memes are getting weird, man. <laughs> yeah. I liked I liked the evil blank be like blank, like but the opposite of what yeah. they be like ones. I- those are really, those are really tickling my funny bone lately. Speaking of evil and dark things, we do have some. We have three spooktacular tales to be to be read and performed for each other today. So, what do you say we jump right into it with the first tale? Let's jump scare right into it. Jump scare right <laughs> into it, fucking Five Nights at Freddy style. <laughs> Here we go. I'm, I'm old enough to play that game. That was a little scary for me. <laughs> My mom said it's all right. I can play it. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right. Yeah. My mom seems cool. <laughs> all right, Shane. <laughs> you got the uh, you got the long story. How about you go first, eh? I, I would be honored. You, I, you guys are going to like this one a lot. <laughs> that was a good jam, bro. I don't know who wrote that, but props. 
Damn, <laughs> love love the sound of that music. Um, all right, my my story is called "The Legend of the Rexicon Beast." Oh shit! Damn, what a name! Oh shit! Because I actually have a name for my story. What the fuck's going on? Oh, fuck. All right, our story begins as a group of four unlikely friends enter a spooky as fuck graveyard in an orderly fashion. Leading the group were two of the most attractive and popular-looking kids who were acting like they weren't scared at all of the spookier-than-usual graveyard, full of tombstones, spiderwebs, and decaying titties. <laughs> also, <laughs> also, oh shit, look behind that tree, I totally just saw something move right there. Oh, fuck! I swear, do you, do you see that? Uh, oh, it's gone now. Oh shit, that Scary. was spooky. Scary. Ooh, spooky <laughs> <Damn>. fantasies! <laughs> <laughs> hey, no one's gonna freak out if I shit my pants, right? I mean, as long as I can't smell it, which I'd, I'd be surprised if I could. <laughs> through the spell. fucking through the screen, I can smell it. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Uh, the two taking the lead were none other than Blake Dick Tusk and Ashley Daddy Issues. <laughs> Damn, I think I know uh, those guys. Very, very important characters. Uh. As they strutted forward through the graveyard with confidence, the other two members of the party lagged behind. Blake was a tall, ripped orc jock who was really good at lacrosse and most sports except for soccer because he thought soccer wasn't alpha enough. <laughs> Next to him was Ashley, a large chested halfling girl whose small stature should not have been able to support those bazoinkas. Oh shit, how big she were would, they? She would definitely have back problems later. That's all I'm going to tell you, Chris. Oh wow, that's pretty big. Oof. <laughs> Behind them followed some weird stoner dude and a geeky elf bitch in a cloak. They were scared out of their minds. They didn't care about the stories they had heard of the terrifying, shape-shifting ghost beast monster <laughs> that was said to roam these forests. They didn't care about the legend that it liked to spend its free time in graveyards where ghosts spend most of their free time because they have a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, they're just socializing, bro. Yeah, they just yeah. You know, it's like the the ghost club, right? It's where I would hang out, nice ambiance. The party wandered through the minefield of really gross, dead, empty soul capsules whose genitals were probably dust now. The two <laughs> <laughs> it's only one way to find out, guys. Grab a shovel. <laughs> all of our genitals will be dust one day. Ashes to ashes. Dust, dust to, to dust, dust. My fucking cock will rust. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, uh, the two in front uh, were dead set on traversing the spooky corpse field solely for the witch talk so they could tell everyone and say that they were cooler than they really were and always doing hip things. Just then, an unsettling rustling sound that would deflate a boner faster than the thought of decaying genitals was heard in the bushes nearby. Damn. Everybody gasped and somebody let out a fart, <gasps> but no one was really no one was really sure who it was, except for Blake, because it was Blake. <laughs> It was, <laughs> it was it was probably just a rabbit, Blake said, trying to distract the party from the nasty butthole air assaulting their nostrils. <laughs> butthole air? <laughs> <laughs> Blake? Blake was, of course, wrong, as he always is about everything except for sports. For it was two rabbits making the wrestling from the bushes, and they were getting motherfucking Mother Nature nasty. Oh, One rabbit was getting serious cottontail mouth from the ferocious bunny blowjob, which was her 20th of the day because her mama didn't raise no quitter and she knew she couldn't get prego before she finished rabbit med school. <laughs> Jeez. Cottontail mouth? I love that fucking analogy. Yeah. Fuck. 
Just then, the two rabbits were suddenly crushed by a large, ghostly yellow foot. Not the worst way to die. Just, just throwing that out there. The Before four med school was done. Before. Yeah, I know. She studied so hard. She had so much to live for. If I could go out while receiving a fucking blowjob, that would be the ideal way to go. Honestly. Yeah, you know, I mean, rabbits don't live that long anymore. Exactly. Right? They're like two years old and then they're dead. <laughs> Damn. You gotta get a it's lifetime like of fucking in those two years. That's why the, that term yeah. fucking like rabbits is a thing. That's why it's you true. get 20 blowjobs in a day. Yeah, you, know? yeah. you never know when you're gonna die. It's rookie numbers. Especially when you live in a... Yeah, get that out. That's rookie numbers. <laughs> the four party members froze in silence as the air had become dead still and not the softest noise could be heard through the cold, dense breeze that also stank. They backed away in terror as an enormous yellow beast raised itself from the bushes. It was hard to see clearly on the moonless night, but the silhouette of his fangs, horns, and murder boner were unmistakable. Blake and Ashley stepped forward to try and film the thing with their crystal balls, but they accidentally took a picture instead, and the flash went off. So embarrassing. Classic mistake. Uh-oh. <laughs> the other two companions, the stoner and the nerd chick, were sneaking away slowly and cautiously, but they already had a head start because they were trying to back away from Blake's stinky fumes from his muscular orc butt. <laughs> Ashley, Ashley secretly kind of liked how it smelled. It reminded her of a happier time. <laughs> What? <laughs> She's, I don't, <laughs> Happier time full of fucking Yo, Ashley daddy issues, you know, she's had a rough life, that's all I'm going to say. The flash from Ashley's crystal ball illuminated the full monstrosity of the beast's deformed face, and it was suddenly and terribly revealed. The beast let out a blood-curdling roar, which caused Blake Dick Tusk and Ashley daddy issues to run away. Obviously, that's the move. Ashley got a cramp and quickly realized that she would never outrun the beast in her fashionable shoes. She turned around and used the only strategy she knew to get out of any serious situation. Strip like your mother taught you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> she taught her how? That's a good mother. That's a good mom. You know, she has daddy issues, not mommy issues. Not No mama trauma here. The mama definitely the also had grandpa issues, though, for sure. <laughs> yeah. It, they were handed down like a hand family me, heirloom. Hand me down, daddy. <laughs> Blake hid behind a large tombstone and started trembling, but was still trying to get a glimpse of Ashley in her underwear because that's all he ever really wanted. Ashley tore off her shirt and ripped her pants, and goddamn, she was so hot for a halfling. Even the giant ghost beast hesitated for a second. She yelled, Just hear me out. I don't even expect you to reciprocate, and I'll even swallow your ectoplasm. <laughs> the ghost raised a translucent eyebrow, but his murder boner outweighed his actual boner, and he bit her head off and fisted her oh, into oblivion. Fuck! <laughs> Blake definitely saw one of Ashley's nipples fly past his head. Close enough, Blake thought, as he let out a fart that was triggered by a mix of fear and sexual arousal. It smelled like nature in its purest form. What the hell have you been eating? Said the monster as he stomped up to the tombstone Blake was hiding behind. He ripped the tombstone out of the ground so no one would ever know who was buried in that grave. Which was sad, but in reality, the family never visited because that guy was a shitty person and didn't like pizza or anime. Wow. <laughs> Rest in fucking hell. Rip some guy. <laughs> some guy, who knows? Didn't even like it's the pizza. protein or anime, or anime, bro. Come on, how, how could you? It's the protein shakes. Blake said defeatedly from his hiding place. 
Blake began to let out another fart, but before it could escape his butt cheeks, the monster pushed it back inside of him with his monster claws. Did <laughs> 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 he an airbender too? No, he just like stuck a claw up the dude's butthole, bro. Like a cork? <laughs> yeah, you know, like a... <laughs> Uh, the fart began to inflate inside Blake's head, and the terrible smell filling his nostrils killed him instantly. Oh, Jesus. Along, oh, along no. with the fact that his head exploded, <laughs> which killed him even more instantly. In case the first one wasn't enough. Yeah, you know, it's like a double tap, you know? A double tap. You gotta make sure they're things. dead. Yeah. After the beast had finished eating him, which he actually didn't like doing, but he felt pressured into by society's standards for terrifying ghost monsters. We live in a ghost society. We live in... <laughs> <laughs> he turned his attention to the other two members of the group who... Oh, oh shit. They're actually kind of far away now. How did they come up with the idea to run as far away from danger as possible as quickly as possible? Just brilliant. Mm. The <laughs> beast started hauling ass... Nobel Prize. <laughs> I, I should have thought of that one and you know who didn't think of that one quick enough Blake and Ashley yeah, they're fucking they really dead. they really were slack and they tried to get the video uh, the beast started hauling ass after him at like 200 miles an hour the stoner dude was starting to get pretty stressed out by this whole situation so he whipped out his secret pre-rolled emergency backup joint and lit that shit up AFAP as fast as possible he turned around as he was lighting his fat doobie and saw the enormous yellow beast skid to a stop directly in front of him. He gazed in horrified awe as the beast's gargantuan, battle-scarred hide loomed over him. But the beast did not attack. He sniffed curiously and then ruffled his nose and disappeared into a cloud of vape smoke. The nerdchick was like, oh god, that smells terrible, almost as bad as Blake's last gas of life. The stoner <laughs> dude turned around and was like, how the fuck can you say that you don't like how that smells? It smells like fruit and happiness. I, I think whenever people smoke, I don't smoke nicotine, but vape smells incredible. Oh, Anyone yeah. saying otherwise? Yeah, something natural like churros. Yeah. You know? so <laughs> the two looked around and realized they had lost sight of where they had come from. They decided to trek onwards in search of salvation and possibly some more descriptive character information and development. <laughs> this. <laughs> writing. <laughs> oh. The duo traveled for about three hours while constantly keeping the lookout for the beast that had terrorized them earlier. They walked past the eastern border of Bongstone and came across a mysterious and spooky town shrouded in foggy spookiness. They were deep in the dark mm. forbidden willow forest, which wasn't actually forbidden, but that's what people who thought they were cool told their dates when they took them for a steamy makeout sesh. After their long and stressful three-hour journey through the leafless dry trees... The two weary travelers arrived upon the outermost gate of a spooky city, which had a sign next to it saying, Welcome to Spooky Town. But Spooky Town was crossed out, and underneath it wrote, Kooky Town. The original oh, writing right. underneath said, Who even are you, and why are you changing my sign? Forget it, the town is called Kooky Town, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> As they finished reading the sign, a voice broke the eerie silence. Who comes here on this spooky and ominous dark evening? It's not very often we get visitors. Are you here for the festivities? A greasy, cloaked gatekeeper beckoned. The small and kind of geeky but in a hot way elven nerd maiden stepped forward and threw back her hood. Erm, um, hello, my name is strong female protagonist, I mean Artemis, but you can <laughs> just call me Art. <laughs> Why the fuck would I call you Art? Artemis is a way cooler name, snapped the gatekeeper. 
Sorry, I just keep trying to start cool, mysterious nicknames for myself, but nobody ever likes them and they never catch on. And you think Arch is a cool nickname? It sounds like the name of a fat, shirtless, bald, redneck dude with armpit hair who likes a suntan outside of a tractor factory, said the gatekeeper. <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> anyway. Art. That sounds like a real dude. Yeah, dude, I'm Art. <laughs> it's me, Art. I'm doing NASCAR. Dude, Art gets it. I don't know what you guys are on about. <laughs> Dude, thanks for a word from Art, our sponsor of this podcast, not some NASCAR. Uh, anyway, welcome Artemis. Who is your companion? He quickly added. Artemis's male companion stepped forward from the shadows and threw off his hood. Yo, fam, it's just us two. The rest of our party was horribly murdered. We were trying to get home when we started getting chased by the super crazy ghost monster thing. Man, we're not looking for trouble. He had some pretty crazy hair with dreads in some places and bangs in his eyes. All in all, he looked pretty shady and like he probably got laid more than he deserved. Just you two? What about that dark elf guy? I was assuming that he was your guys' friend who didn't have many lines because he was more of a thinker, said the gatekeeper. <laughs> oh shit, you're still here, Tyronius? asked Artemis. <laughs> this another cat oh. is lit though. <laughs> Even the narrator didn't mention Tyronius. Oh my god, I've been here this whole time, said Tyronius. Anyways, back to what's important. We are legit terrified of this crazy beast chasing us, said the stoner. Can you let us inside the safety of your gates? You must have encountered the fabled Rexicon Beast. Long has it hid in the shadows of this forest that borders our fine community. So, what is your name, traveler? asked the gatekeeper. My name is River, River Rapid, and I'm white, so when a chick is banging me, she's technically Whitewater River Rafting. You can call me Riv, Riv the Rapper. Dude, you see that Artemis? Now that's a good fucking nickname. (laughs) Well, Riv the Rapper, I will only let you into our fair city if you blow my mind with your freestyle. So, dude, my fire is lit dank. Let's burn this beat. Oh, shit. The gatekeeper whipped out a track and started playing a beat over the castle wall speakers. Any any of you guys want to beatbox for like 10 seconds? Let me tell you a story about a kid from the city. I had a rough life. I don't need your pity. I don't need me. I wear burger socks on my feet. I don't fuck with coffee. I only drink herbal tea. Did I mention do a lot of LSD? Rivs trailed off and started staring at a tree for three minutes. <laughs> okay, good enough. You can pass. <laughs> oh, man, fucking the fucking raps. Tr- the rap tracks are back in fucking town. <coughs> you know it's not Hell a Dungeons yeah. and Doobies story if there ain't a fucking there ain't some fucking bars. Hell yeah! <laughs> I like I like how he just mentions he does a lot of LSD and then just starts just staring at a tree off. for three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever looked at a tree while all fucked up on something like that? Too many times. Yeah, that guy knows. Like, unbelievable. Like the leaves yeah, are like dude. shifting into like different shapes somehow. Nature is is on one, it's bro. Beautiful. And, and so am I usually. okay good enough you may pass said the gatekeeper sweet thanks do you guys smoke weed here said river oh yeah all the time replied the gatekeeper who was basically the medieval equivalent of a cop (laughs) i actually just finished burning a doobie before you guys showed up wait town guards smoke weed here isn't that illegal inquired artemis are you kidding me? It's actually illegal to be sober in Kooky Town. Hell yeah. Like on Saturdays nice. and Mondays and pretty much most days. Pack your bags, you boys. Dumb. I'm moving in. <laughs> I think I'm already there. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be double high on holidays, which are most days in Kooky Town. In fact, there's a holiday tonight. 
Saint Fatty's Day with a PH because we're obviously referring to fat blunts, not fatty people. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> a, that's a, a honestly, holiday that celebrates just fat blunts. Fuck, yep. Why don't we have that? <laughs> Add it to the calendar, Congress bro. on the horn. We gotta fucking introduce some new holidays for sure. What's today? The twenty fourth, twenty third. Today's today, the twenty third. Saint Fatty's Day. Fun fact. Hell yeah! I'll see you boys next year. <laughs> yup, yup. Marked on my calendar. That's, that's pretty much the only reason we have these gates here to keep out the wrong type of fatties from Saint Fatty's Day celebrations. It's been the town policy. Being sober is a crime ever since our super dope new king began his reign in Kooky Town many years ago. Now, if you wish to pass, you must first puff puff. Then you must puff puff pass. So, Ooh. four puff puffs? Yes, four puff puffs per pass. The three of them took a minute to finish Riv's emergency backup just-in-case joint using the puff 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 pass method the gatekeeper had just suggested. Then, the travelers were allowed to enter the city. Artemis the and Riv riddle has been the answered. <laughs> <laughs> it's very difficult. It took me Not a second. Pass. <laughs> First you must puff puff, then you must puff puff pass. Artemis and River walked through the crooked streets of the urban area of Kooky Town between the dark wood houses that were starting to splinter away from the harsh local weather. A sharp wind cut through the alleyway and berated the two as they trudged along the muddy streets. They were starting to think the city was uninhabited until they came upon a long open field in the middle of town filled with lush green grass. Across the field, the pair could see a beautiful palace surrounded by glowing green fields of dank that were made up of every strain of pot River had ever smoked and a few he hadn't. Damn. They walked across the weed field towards the crowd that was just hanging out outside of the palace. The citizens of town were laying in various smoke circles and picnic orgies. The locals were involved in a plethora of marijuana-related activities catered for people who were stoned to shit. There was many a fine artisan hanging around rolling the fattest blunts you've ever seen, like five times bigger than Ron Jeremy's big old nose. That's fucking his nose. <laughs> <laughs> Far bigger than any blunt River had ever seen. There were free puppy rental booths all over the fucking place that were run by girls who would keep telling you to be careful with the puppies and would act really worried every time the stone person picked one up and started twirling the critter off into the distance. <laughs> <laughs> Artemis and River. It's <laughs> like a puppy rental booth, you know. You, you, you want to look out for the pups, but like just fucking huck it thirteen yards <laughs> off. <laughs> you're not yeeting it. You're like you're like spinning in a field with it. Like hey, Shane, it sounds like you took a dog from a park. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, it was a free puppy rental booth. I think. I, I feel like they they wanted me to take it. <laughs> <laughs> It says free. Uh, yeah. Um, it was a context thing. Yeah. <laughs> Artemis and River walked through the crowd and smiled at the many stone field party goers, who seemed like maybe they had smoked too much, but it was probably fine, so whatever. No one has ever died from smoking. Weed is probably harmless in every way, and maybe even good for you, mm-hmm. thought, thought Riv. Amen. Cures cancer, cures by- diabetes, cures AIDS, cures everything, man. Cures smoke enough. Yeah. Cures ligma. Yep. <laughs> They pass by a magical wizard with rasta-colored robes and weed leaves all the fuck over where stars and moons should have been. Oh, shit. He cast an enchanted force field barrier around himself and his homies and he used a ritual which they hotboxed the force field while replacing the oxygen inside with dank dub-dub. Damn. Everybody inside, everybody inside passed the fuck out in the best, most awesome way. No one was ever higher and no one ever will. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna really We good. can try. No one... Ha- Get the force field no one. <laughs> I got a gas uh, mask that ran. I could use for them. 
<laughs> dude, I was uh, selling an Xbox and like let go one time, and this dude tried to trade me like a bunch of random shit, including a gas mask bong, and I was like, "Fuck, <laughs> kind of want a gas mask bong." No, I didn't. Yeah, I was. Uh, I know. I mean, you could probably I, yeah, make your own day. gas mask bong pretty easily, right? You just take yeah, a, you just take a bong and like some panties and some duct tape or something, and you just go for it. <laughs> Oh, you could probably stay your science. Out. Yeah, or you, you just three of us, or you just get like a fucking space helmet and put a joint in your mouth, and that's it. Yeah, I just hotbox it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I definitely am gonna invest in one one of these days. They ran into the gatekeeper holding a doobie that looked like a great sword. Yo, this place is fucking a fire, gatekeeper fam. I could throw down with all these faded homies, but uh, shouldn't you be watching that young gate though? Said River. Haha, <laughs> homie, I, it's legit insane that I was even at the gate when you fool showed up. I'm almost never there unless I'm meeting with my sketch drug dealer who likes to hide that shit in a knot of a tree because it seems like some more high-level shit that way. No one ever comes to Kooky Town, probably because the surrounding trees are so goddamn spooky. Like, fuck off trees, why can't you be all beautiful and inspiring like the one those poets write about? <laughs> the two were puzzled by the curious fact <laughs> the curious fact that they've never heard about this apparently super awesome stoner town not too far from where they lived. But uh, they forgot about it as soon as some dude came up and offered them free french fries? What the fuck is a french? asked Artemis to River who shrugged <laughs> with a mouthful of fries. Later the pair walked past a large... I don't know, but they're delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Later, the pair walked past a large crowd, gathered around a small stage. Excuse me, ma'am, said Artemis as she tapped a long-haired bystander on the shoulder who turned around and turned out to be very obviously a male, which was a much more frequent problem back in medieval times because all the dudes had long hair. Oops, <laughs> sorry. You are forgiven for your transgression, said the man, sounding high and philosophical and whatnot. He realized that the dude was actually, literally, Jesus Christ. Oh, shit! My name is... My name is Jesus. What up? <laughs> Jesus is just canon in your world now? Oh, my God. I mean, uh, at least he's canon somewhere, you know? <laughs> yeah, like I said, this this story is short... Uh, this story is... The story is short compared to the Bible. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the uh, new, yeah. This is a new chapter of the Bible that just came out. <laughs> the crossover episode with the Bible. Dungeons and yeah. Doobies does the Bible. M3, yeah. <laughs> that should be your new set series. Oh, shit. <laughs> Write that down. Just read Bible passages. Um, yeah. Oh, there's a couple There's a couple in here, don't you worry. <laughs> You're forgiven for your transgression. My name is Jesus. What up? Oh, shit. What's up, Jesus? Well, anyway, what's going on on the stage up here, inquired Artemis. Oh, it's just a traditional chili dog eating competition. Nice. Oh, cool. Who's who's winning? Not really sure. You see, these are actually the same guys from last year. They were so high that they never stopped eating, and no one has won yet. <laughs> they're still eating. Uh, they're in a munchies loop. It's very dangerous and can take over your life if you're not careful. <laughs> that fucking Tabasco chips. I ate a whole bag last night, and this morning I was not okay. The munchies loop, bro. The munchies. He's in the munchies loop. <laughs> Just then, a guy in the crowd next to them took a monster dab and started freaking out because the dab had turned his eyes so red and squinty that he could not see out of them. Oh, fuck. He screamed out, I'm blind, I can't see, and tried to grab for something to hold on to. He reached out and accidentally grabbed Artemis's pretty average boob. She gasped and felt taken advantage of at first, but then she realized that it was totally an accident and decided not to press charges in medieval court. Nice. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Very understanding girl, I like that. The character development yeah, honestly, is awesome. Yeah, honestly, no... She's, she's cool. She's a cool girl. Yeah. 
Jesus grabbed the blind man's hand and pulled him in close, whispering calming words into his ear. Hey man, take this bread, which is of my body, and drink some of this water, which used to be wine. And take this blanket, which I had in the trunk of my Volkswagen, and just chill out for a sec. We're all homies here. <laughs> nice. Jesus, Jesus drives a Volkswagen. <laughs> Canon confirmed. Yeah, emphasis on the wagon. <laughs> it's just uh, like a fucking horse-drawn carriage. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Jesus sat the guy down and effectively calmed him into being chill. The dude took a moment, and with Jesus' help, he was able to process how high he had become. And he worked through his weed-induced sight issues. I can see, he belted out in bewilderment. Artemis and River were amazed at how effectively Jesus had handled the crazy blind stone dude. Damn, is this a metaphor? Dude, Jesus literally cured a blind guy. That was the thing. Yeah, no. Yeah. I I, I heard about that one. Yeah, I I haven't read the Bible either, so I don't don't think... I know some of them, because, like, as a kid, I was in, like, a... Religious fucking religious school. Bible camp. Bible yeah. Bible class. I had to take after school. Uh, that sounds awful. It was, but I mean, I yeah. learned that one. I know Jesus is a cool there guy. There you go. And now yeah, I'm just well, you're gonna hear all... my faith right now. You're, you're gonna hear all about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you see how well he just handled that situation? Said Riv. That's a guy I could get behind. Not in a sexual way, though. Well, maybe. Ah, shit. Am I talking out loud still? said River. (laughs) No. As the festivities continued, a magic speaking stone buzzed into focus to reveal a man wearing a crown woven out of weed stems and condensed keef crystals. The robes were made out of hemp, and he definitely made them himself. The king cleared his throat and spoke. My people, I, King Highness, have something to announce. The time has come. Gather yourselves down by the royal stage of getting blazed and stuff so that we can continue the ceremony. The crowd stumbled toward the massive stage and arranged itself in a giant circle. The king sat atop a golden throne on top of the stage behind his two badass-as-fuck bodyguards, Vin Sourdiesel and Bruce Bannister, who look like a couple of dudes you should not fuck with. Vin Sourdiesel? (laughs) (laughs) What was the other one? Bruce Bannister? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's bodyguards, and you should not fuck with them. I would never fucking dream of fucking with either of those gentlemen. <laughs> Holy shit. My loyal and torched <clears throat> off the face of the earth friends, I, your humble king, am quite satisfied to see you all enjoying our activities. I see Gary over there is taking full advantage of the Wacket Shack. You go, Gary. The Wacket Shack? Fuck, no. I got one of those. Everybody clapped, including Gary from the Wacket Shack. Actually, I don't think he was clapping. I don't think he was clapping. (laughs) (laughs) It was something else. He was clapping one hand against something. (laughs) You go, Gary. You go, Gary. Fucking hell yeah. He's living his best life. (laughs) Uh, I'm super stoked to announce that we will be commencing the traditional St. Fatty's Day smoke circle from the age-old town bong passed down by our ancestors. Or we might have found it in the dark forbidden forest. Who knows? Anyway, I have secured the best magical and mind-fucking dank in existence for this glorious traditional holiday, and I believe it's long overdue that we get faded as fuck. You all have put in an honest and kind of lazy effort this past year, and it's time to enjoy and reward your efforts. For the weed this year, I have procured access to the most infused dank weed in all of the land. One dude in the crowd stood up and yelled, Crocodile Chronic? <laughs> What? No. The man instantly was dragged into the shadows and never heard from again. Oh my god, what? You can't talk about it, bro. Really? It's that big? I didn't it. even know that. Shit. It's the it's the dankest dank, bro. Oh my god. 
That's like literally when Kanye was like, I'm gonna let you finish, but like, he then said he like just like pulled out like Crocodile Chronic when like someone was talking about Dang Three Boys, you know? <laughs> He's like, one. Yeah, it's kind of a dick move, but I, I get it. I understand yeah, where he's coming from. He was course. excited. The man uh, was dragged into the shadows, never heard from again. I have procured an herbal remedy of the highest quality. This strain is called... He gl- he glanced at the back of his container. Steve and Jesse. The crowd let out a cheer. The circle shall commence immediately after one line open mic ideas. Thank you all and stay lifted. And a line of poets who thought they were deep stood by the mic as the king walked away. I'm sorry. What's what's a one line high idea? Hit me with one. Oh, we're, you're about you're about to, you're hear, about a to hear a couple. Because <laughs> I got one. I got one. <laughs> oh yeah, you, you can throw it in. Yeah, I'll give you a sec. All right, all right. It's the open uh, mic. If tomato, if tomatoes, yeah, open mic. If tomatoes are a fruit, is ketchup a smoothie? One muttered into the mic. <gasps> Everyone laughed, and a large orc took a rip from a bong cannon, which is just a cannon where the barrel is the bowl, and where the fuse goes is where you suck in. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still a functioning cannon, so it's more or less uh, turning smoking into a game of Russian roulette, but everyone loves it. Oh my god, that's fucking awesome. I'm buying one right now. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Why is the pizza box a square if the pizza is a circle and the slices are triangles? Everyone clapped with ferocity, and a lot of people were like, whoa, dude. Alright, alright, hit us one, Gav. Alright. <clears throat> I guess this isn't exactly a idea, but, like, can I, like, have goats in an apartment? And, like, walk around to people's <laughs> houses and mow their lawns with goats. Oh, shit. Like, That's they a pay me to business do it? idea, bro. Is it what? Yeah. I, yeah, dude. I mean... That's chill, right? I, I feel like they would do a pretty good job. They'd probably, like, eat pretty evenly, hopefully. Yeah, they fertilize it? Them. Yeah, little little droppings, little goat yeah, droppings. Things. They eat the fucking grass, and that's it. Yeah. You write that one down, bro. Yeah, that's okay. right. There's one more. Yep. Thanks, thanks for coming to the open mic. Okay, I think I'm in the wrong place, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Inheritance is just our relatives dropping their loot when they die. Major bruh moment, said Riv aloud. <laughs> <laughs> Major bruh moment. What felt like 69 ages passed, and a voice came over the vocal-enhancing contraption. Poetry time has elapsed. It is time for the main event, the St. Fatty's Day annual town bong circle. The crowd eagerly gathered as Artemis and River took their place next to the man wearing brown sandals and a white robe with a long beard and hair to his shoulders. Oh, it was Jesus again. <laughs> <laughs> Artemis and River sat patiently as everyone began the pre-smoke smoke sesh for the upcoming smoke sesh. They're just preparing. As they s- by smoke you gotta prime the lungs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gotta be sure that you're not gonna cough when they pass it to you. Yeah, that's... I, you only, don't smoke, like I only smoke like once or twice a week now that I got this job. Monday through Thursday, yeah. I'm just completely sober. Friday, I fucking mm-hmm. hit the bong. It's like fucking shit. My, cough your I face can't off. breathe for a bit. <laughs> you know how it is. Oh, I've been there. Yeah, after this, I took a month off, and I'm I'm gonna try my weed when it's ready, and I I'm gonna die oh like the God. first time I smoke that after is a month. Be it's gonna a be brutal. Fucking stellar trip. Good luck. Oh, I'm you're so excited. Have, you're, you're um, in for a treat. Oh, you know it. As they sat, Jesus turned to them, holding two fat doobies. Hey, man, do you want to smoke one of these joints? Jesus offered to Reverend Artemis. Yo, for real, that's a lit proposition, fam. That's real nice of you and all, but I could just smoke my pre-rolled backup backup joint. Plus, I don't want to seem like a mooch. No, I insist. You're right next to me, which pretty much makes you my neighbor. And I say, love thy neighbor as thy friend. River muttered to Artemis. Did he just come up with that? That was real as fuck. Someone should write that shit down. What is the Bible but just not a fucking list of high ideas, you know? (laughs) 
<laughs> now we're now we're talking. Hell yeah. They began to pass around the two joints that Jesus provided around the whole circle. River was certain that they weren't going to have enough pot to get everyone in the circle sufficiently lit, but the joints never really seemed to go out. <laughs> people just kept passing them and passing them. <laughs> it's like the fish in the bread story. Shit. It's the fish in the bread story. Yo, oh you guys God. get it. Sharing is oh caring. Jesus. Finally, they both got back to Jesus, and he finished them both simultaneously in one epic three-minute-long drag oh, while not even coming up for air. Dude, what a fucking legend he is. Dude, Jesus this is pretty cool, capital right? H. Yep, Big J. Uh, they finished up, and they all gazed in envy as the king whipped out the most beautiful bong they had ever seen. A parade of dancing underpaid dwarf gypsies brought out the magic underpaid? piece on a red... <laughs> hey, they need to start a union, bro. They gotta fucking... <laughs> Unionized. Those Amazon workers. <laughs> they brought out uh, the, the piece on a red satin pillow with the green weed leaves embroidered on it. It was presented to King Highness, and the king scooped up the bong in his hand and belted out, This bong has changed all of our lives, and we are here to celebrate its power and shapeshift the world into our own. Damn. King Highness whipped out a tiny baby dragon, and he used it as a lighter. Oh, Just fucking fuck. squeezed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That is a great sound effect. Yeah, you guys fucking get feel it. Feel free. Yeah, I'm keeping that. Uh, he packed some of the Steve and Jesse sticky icky into the bong and took four kingly rips before passing it along. Steve and Jesse? Yeah, it's the name of the strain. Full House? <laughs> you'll see, you'll see. <laughs> the king laughed and joked while he watched each citizen smoke from the top shelf, smoking setup, and supplies available. A deep sense of satisfaction and happiness overcame him. Every time he saw his citizens take a rip, their eyes got red as fog. The bong had begun to close to the right of Artemis and River, meaning it had to be passed all the way around the fucking circle. These fuckers were using the quad puff pass method, which was honestly overrated. It was like an hour before the bong got to them. It was agonizing. Oh my God. <laughs> when the bong finally came to River, the king intercepted it and began packing a brand new bowl. With the dankest of the dank dub dub... <laughs> oh my god, I, I can't believe I wrote this. With the dankest of the dank... Dubity damn dub tastic dub. I, I do not <laughs> remember writing that at all. <laughs> you that got it, bro. Fresh Jesus. pack just for you. Holy fuck. Just, just for you. That's the King awesome. Highness does not fuck around. What a good I guy. I have never seen you. Such a good guy. I have never seen you two in our town before. You must not be from around here. May I ask why you have come to this small town in the middle of fucking nowhere? Oh, no reason, replied River. I was just trying to see if I could find a pussy pocket to stick my penis in. <laughs> Please never say that again, said the king. Also, we got chased by this crazy yellow beast thing, which everyone seems to think is important for some reason. Now I'm being strung along whatever kind of weird spiritual town smoke sesh you guys got going on. But honestly, I got my own shit, and I'm not trying to get super faded... I got plans later, you know, so... No, but I insist. Uh, do you not think that you can handle my royal strains, Prod the King? Nah, man, I'm sure I can handle that shit. I'm just not currently interested. I mean, I'm not from around here, and, like, I think for the first time in my life I ought to cut down on smoking, take a young tea break. I'm not sure if you're aware, but here in Town, we have rules, Spat the King. And one of those rules is you must never turn down the royal bong. Smoke it now, he insisted. Oh, yeah, dude, he, he should smoke there. that shit. Like, this is ridiculous. Fuck, fuck peer pressure. I'm, I'm starting to understand why maybe this, this king might not be as nice as he may seem, originally. Ooh. But wait, you're forgetting something, inserted Jesus. 
You forgot to give my man Tyronius right here the first hit. After all, he is next in the circle, and skipping him seems kind of prejudiced. You don't want to seem prejudiced, do you? <laughs> oh, absolutely not. Sorry, my dark elf amigo. I didn't see you there because it's dark and, uh, you know, I don't have dark vision like you people. Oh, shit, I didn't mean to say you people. Uh, I love, I love, I love, by the way, I love you guys. I mean, oh, I love all elves equally, but especially the dark ones. Okay, I'll shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> said the king as he handed the bong to Tyronius. Tyronius, how long have you been there? asked Artemis. Don't even fucking start with me, bitch, Tyronius said as he took a monster rip from the royal bong. Suddenly, Tyronius stood up and stumbled backwards in discomfort, his eyes red as blood. What's happening, yo? screamed Tyronius in agony. I don't feel so good. I think that bong is alive. No! The bong laughed and an eye opened up in the center of its tube. Oh my god, what? It's a mimic. Oh shit! Tyronius' clothes began to rip as his muscles grew rapidly and his cries of pain turned into deep, maniacal laughter. He grew long, sharp horns on his head and long black wings to accompany his dark black scorched skin, which is the color all demons are. I promise it's not because he was black to begin with. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit, Tyronius, no, said River. River and Artemis looked around to see one by one all the town folk began to transform into terrible black demons as well. See, I told you. (laughs) Oh shit. The king and gatekeeper turned into the most massive and evil-looking demons of them all. River and Artemis turned to Jesus in desperation, hoping that he could help them with a situation like he had before. Jesus, help us! What do we do? Get on your knees and pray, bitch! <laughs> As Jesus, too, transformed into a giant, scary demon. No! But it still kind of looked... <laughs> but it still kind of looked like Jesus and kind of like a chick from the back. Oh, shit. <laughs> Jesus, you're a demon, too? No, we trusted you, they screamed in terror. Take them to the sacrificial altar. We will refine their souls into our dang strain for next year's St. Fatty's <gasps> activities. Oh, like shit. we did with Steve and Jesse oh, last no. year. <laughs> you From- could have been a demon and lived happily as a demon in Cookie Town, which, by the way, was actually secretly named Spooky Town the whole time. <gasps> oh, it was right in front of them. They should have known. <gasps> they should have known, dude. The, the sign was there. They crossed it out, though. <laughs> I would have been the fooled. demons grab yeah yeah it was a really clever ruse honestly the demons grappled and bound the pair and then brought them over to the soul draining altar which had runes carved into its surface and was surrounded by torches that burned green they were both held down next to each other by a group of ripped as fuck demons and a huge terrifying and complicated soul to dang conversion drill thing was placed above each of their foreheads they looked at each other and realized that this was the end well I guess this is it, Riv. We had some good times together. I just wanted to tell you that I've always loved you, said Artemis. Um, what? Are, are you saying that for real? Because I've been trying to bang you this whole time. <laughs> like, you're one of those nerdy chicks who don't realize how hot they are, and I think that's super lit, replied River. I am serious. Well, um, maybe we could hold hands as our souls are extracted forever and turned into weed. Aww. If you think about it, this isn't so bad. At least we didn't die from our own fart blowing up our head. That would be really stupid and immature way to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're the like weirdly cool them. with uh, having lost two friends recently. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll touch on that too. The king stood above them with a twisted smile. Well, this is the end. This will teach you to accept drugs from strangers. <laughs> but they didn't? Yeah, because they, sh- they didn't accept drugs from strangers, you know? You have That's to. That's the moral of the story. Town. <laughs> you mean Spooky Town. Spooky Town, even better. 
The torches surrounding the altar suddenly all went out at the same time. The demon king looked around in confusion as an anxious murmur began to come from the demon crowd. Who's there? screamed the king highness. A deep voice rumbled from the darkness. Someone who loathes you, bitch. Suddenly, the Rexicon beast shot out from the shadows, and in a flurry started chomping down on all kinds of demon folk. He would appear and disappear in a cloud of vape smoke at a moment's notice, and start wreaking havoc on the demon crowd. Same. The Rexicon beast appeared next to the ritual table, where Art and River being held down by two demons, who were definitely into some weird domination shit. The beast took each of their heads in his hands and ripped them both off, and then made them make out with each other, because he has no respect for these Nazi-ass shit-eating demons who had wrongly labeled him a horrible, terrible monster solely because he got a hard-on every time he decided to murder some innocent dudes and also probably because he was huge as fuck with razor claws. Oh, shit. Little day, no. He had a sensitive side. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> He's just misunderstood, guy guys. Going. Yeah, how dare they label him a monster? Yeah. How Don't you know that society is the real monster? We live in a society, <laughs> we live, okay? We live Come in on. a society. That's the moral of the story. Also, accept drugs from strangers. That's what I want you to take away from this. Yeah, yeah. All right. We're not, there might be more, more Lesson morals. Lesson learned. Yet. <laughs> Artemis and Riv stood up and dusted themselves off, only to realize that they were eye-to-eye -eye with the Demon King's badass bodyguards, Vin Sourdiesel and Bruce Bannister. The two bodyguards drew their jagged demon longswords and approached the pair confidently. River unsheathed his pair of daggers, which also doubled as emergency pipes in times of desperation. Artemis pulled out an oak longbow, strung with hemp strings. As the demons got closer, River pussied the fuck out and dropped his blades and cowered behind stage. Sorry. Damn. It's important. Oh my you can't God. you can't pussy out in front of the girl you like though. Pussy out. Yo, he just he just did. He straight up pussied uh, out. Uh he got those daggers whipped out for nothing. He was so stressed that he decided to light up his very last resort backup super emergency joint, which wasn't even the last one he had on him. <laughs> <laughs> his it backup was up to Artemis. super emergency, and then he still got another one. <laughs> What's that one for? Hey, dude, he, he literally whipped out like six last joints. I don't know where he keeps getting these. <laughs> He's got him in that um, hat. Yeah, dude, you know. Got like an ankle holster. <laughs> He's always ready. It's like a fucking full-on munitions belt going <laughs> around his chest or something. He's got a belt just full of doobies in it. Yep. Uh, it was up to Artemis to defeat the two demon bodyguards by herself. She shot two arrows straight up into the air, and as the demons got to her, the arrows came down from the sky and went right through the top of the demons' heads and came out their sweaty demon taints. Oh, shit! Arrows straight through? Holy River fuck! Made <laughs> River made a whitewater rapid in his pants. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Artemis looked over to see the Rexcon beast fucking shit up. Shit was going crazy. He took four demons by the horns and stabbed them into each other's butts of the next demon in front of them, making a demon centipede, which caused severe amount of anal trauma, and they all died in the most awkward positions possible. Oh, <laughs> Oh. He's he's getting fancy with it. Yeah, shit. Yeah. The beast then went to face the king and his gatekeeper, but was suddenly pierced in the side by the gatekeeper's long spear. He retreated away from the crowd in agonizing pain. Yo, beast fam, let's team up and fuck up these demon bitches once and for all, said River, who was now infused with confidence and also jizz. <laughs> River and Artemis mounted the beast and used their combined abilities to bring down the most of the demon horde. Artemis was firing off arrows like HR fire stoners. The gatekeeper charged <laughs> forward at the beast. <laughs> HR is probably the a demon here. Yeah. 
The gatekeeper charged forward at the beast and thrust his spear into the Rexcon beast yet again, piercing him in the shoulder. The beast let out a painful roar. He then gripped the spear with his sharp teeth and catapulted the gatekeeper headfirst into the Wacket Shack, and he literally drowned in semen, which was mostly all Gary's. Oh, Damn, Gary. what a way to go out. Oh, shit. You, you go, Gary. Gary fucking the saved the day. <laughs> way to go. I think, I think Gary's a demon, actually, you know? Yeah, yeah, I don't think, I think Gary's not on their team. It was just kind of a happy accident. <laughs> happy ending, more like. <laughs> the trio had handled most of the demon crowd when the demon king slammed his royal bong staff into the earth and let out a battle cry. He had the Rexcon beast in the company's attention. Why, are you even fighting with this monster? Didn't he kill your friends? There you go, Gavin. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, those two are hardly our friends, but, like, what the fuck was up with that, said Artemis. Sometimes I get lonely and murder horny, but I did to save you guys. We cool? Yeah, we cool. Let's kill these demons, they <laughs> We cool, we cool. You killed my <laughs> friends, but, yeah, we cool. <laughs> he saved them. He saved them from getting turned into weed. I, mean, I, guess, nice I guess he kind of did redeem it in the end. It's like Still eye for an eye, you know? Yeah, so, I mean, like he, he saved their lives, but he also, like, you know, the <laughs> Ashley and Blake or whatever were their fucking ride out of here, so I'm like. And maybe he can give him a ride. Yeah, I, don't maybe. Know, I don't know if he has a car or a, a Volkswagen. He's got a Volkswagen. <laughs> yeah. He took a wide stance and grasped his royal bong staff firmly. This is the end, bitches. Right before the Demon King was able to fire off his fire spell, a shiny silver blade ripped through the front of his chest. He looked down in horror as his blood-red demon eyes, which were mostly red because of how faded he was, <laughs> rolled back into his head. He imploded in a cloud of demon ash, and all that was left of the evil Demon King was a pile of resin, which the crew would for sure try to smoke later. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> not a good idea. Behind, <laughs> standing behind the pile of dead Demon King ash was none other than Jesus fucking Christ, who had only been pretending to be a demon so that he could wait for the opportune moment to look like a major fucking badass in front of a couple of homies who seemed like they had been really feeling his shit all night. Hell yes. <laughs> nice. Jesus, you're our, you're our savior. Nah, man. I'm just an average dude trying to make the world a better place. They all cheered in victory as they had won the night. But for real, said Jesus. Damn. Are you guys going to make me finish all this dank by myself? He said as he whipped out a fresh ounce of the purest pot, the dankest dub, the crocodile chronic. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's here. I've, it wasn't I've evil after heard... all. I knew it. Crocodile chronic no, is yeah. the best thing on this yeah. dang earth. Yeah, it's good, dude. That, they could, the demons would never be able to smoke something so pure. Exactly. It's like the Oh, damn. Room. The Lightbringer, the Keyblade, lights the darkness. Oh shit, bro! Next time, <laughs> next yeah. time we gotta kill a bunch Some of demons. We gotta just like, like hotbox the whole hell yeah. with Crocodile Chronic. <laughs> Do that hotbox spell that Wizard did earlier. That was sick. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah! The Force Field. I've only heard stories. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I don't believe it," said River, with tears of joy running down his cheeks. "We'll have a little faith, my friend," said Jesus. The three of them spent the rest of the night smoking the dankest of dank, and in the morning they knew it was time for them to part ways. Well, it was nice meeting you, Jesus, said Artemis. Just know that I am with you always until the end of time, said Jesus as he walked <laughs> off into the horizon. Well, Rexcon Beast, it's been a pleasure doing business, I guess. It is time for me to lay down some knowledge on your asses. My real name is Motherfucker Source Rex. Oh! And I was slain uh, in the Battle of Darkstone Keep many years ago. Holy shit! Holy what? shit. What? You're the legendary motherfuckasaurus Rex? Oh my god, that's the and best twist. <laughs> and you're now a ghost dragon monster who hates weed? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I never said I hate weed. Ghosts are just allergic to weed. <laughs> I need to be resurrected first before I can partake in that shit. 
Suddenly, River had a brilliant idea. Well, if this bong turns regular people into demons, maybe if you took a rip, we could reverse your ghosty state, and you could be alive again. That's a fucking nice idea. Or it's gonna it's kill worth him. a shot, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> or it'll turn into a demon. River packed the mimic-cursed, evil-eye-looking-ass bong and lit it for his new ghost friend. Motherfuckasaurus Rex hit that shit so hard... His soul was lost, and he became so high that he found his way back into the realm of mortality. Oh, shit. So, yeah, that's it. The Rexcon Beast turned out to be Motherfuckasaurus Rex, and Riv and Artemis reanimated him with some crazy, unexplainable weed magic. The trio would go on to become the most successful realm-wide dank delivery service because Motherfuckasaurus Rex could still teleport all over the place, leaving clouds of vape smoke that no one could ever genuinely complain about. The end. (laughs) Oh, wow. The new fucking testament <laughs> of the Bible is here. Let me tell you, that was a fucking odyssey from start to finish. And thus it is written. God damn. Yo. I, I think you've restored my faith in Christianity, honestly. With <laughs> Honestly, yeah, Jesus seems like a really cool guy. Like He's just trying to make a little story, better place. And also Jesus was there. So what a wholesome tale. <laughs> the most ancient of the weed connoisseurs. The, the dinosaur is there, too. Yep. Yeah, you know it, bro. The crocodile yeah, that, chronic. That was, that's why they call it that med shit. That's why. Fuck, we gotta bring it dude. out. We got a med- medicinal. Yeah. I got my medical card. Congrats, dude. Yeah, legalize it. Legalize it. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thanks for listening to my story, guys. Hope it wasn't too long. That was a trip. <laughs> we were like an hour deep. <laughs> yeah. I think I think fifteen minutes of that was us doing intros and shooting the shit. So. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Sure. It was like forty-five minutes. Yeah, sorry, that was a bit of a long. That was no, dope. that was a fucking chronicle. I loved every second. <laughs> Hell yeah! Well, thanks, guys. Yeah, I'm ready. Ready to hear your story. Let's transition away. Let's transition. Take a quick break, real quick. Yeah, yeah. I gotta go yeah. pee in the kitchen pause? sink. Have you seen that episode of Full House where Steve and Uncle Jesse fucking get lost at Kooky Town and die? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I think I just heard Dude, it. Dude, fucking, <laughs> fucking full, full House, bro. That's the prequel that to fucking, your story. Which is, I still have like a weird, like fever dream where I wake up and like I fall asleep on the couch as like a teenager and Full House comes on and I wake up to the intro. <laughs> I got hit with those for uh, George Lopez myself. Yep, dude, George the fucking Lopez. cowbell. Yeah. Low I personally have never watched Full House. It's alright. It's definitely more of a... Because you know they rebooted it on Netflix, Fuller House, and DJ and the fucking Wow, that's, not, that's a bad name. Fuller House, yeah. And... <laughs> What was it? Yes, DJ has three ki- or DJ has three kids, and fucking she's dating the 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 what's his name the boyfriend from the the original series, and some other shit happens, and it's just they're old wow. now, and the, there's other kids. It's it's the same show but with new characters. It's literally just a continuation. It's not nearly as good. I don't know. It yeah, might just yeah. be the same. Oh, it's just the other one's more nostalgic. It's more iconic for sure. Because it literally is the same show. Alright. So yeah, I don't really, really watch too much of that. Well, you're not missing much. It's pretty good. It's 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 iconic, but it's really not that great. Nothing special. Oh, you guys ever watch uh, Altered Carbon? 
No, I can't say. Uh, I I've heard of it. Oh, that's it's on Netflix, it and uh, season one is fucking solid gold. Oh shit! Yeah. Altered carbon. Have you guys it's ever it's seen? Like a, oh, what would you? What were you saying? Go ahead. No, you, you go ahead. Go ahead no, here. you continue. Uh, I was just gonna say it's like a uh, not like robots, but like uh, hacker stuff, right? Uh, no, it's sci-fi. Definitely sci-fi. Um, yeah. A lot of it's. It's it's a show that's got like a lot of like dope action and like killing and stuff, um, but it's also like a really thinky one, you know. Someone makes you think about things. Oh, that sounds cool. I gotta check that out. Have you ever seen Samurai Jack? Yeah. Yes. The first time I saw that show, I was already an adult. I was nineteen. I was stoned out of my mind, and I'm just watching Samurai Jack, and I'm like, "Holy fucking shit!" Yeah, I'm glad no, I never saw awesome. it as a so kid. Good. I got it's to watch so stylistic. It. Yeah, it's so fucking good. And that fifth season, they, they brought it back. Mm-hmm. That was fucking phenomenal. I didn't like the ending all that much, but, like, they did what they had to. If you like that, you should watch um fucking Samurai Champloo. What's that? It's just an anime about samurai. It's oh, pretty so, dope. Oh, nice. same, same, uh, same vibe. Same vibe. All right. Same vibe, I mean, huh? They don't have fucking Mako in there. No. But the fucking close. icon. You know, he's in Conan, too. He's the the wizard. Oh, guy. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in the beginning. Oh, shit. In the beginning, when it's like in the oh, fucking guys... thing in the top. <laughs> I am Iro. I am Uncle Iro. That's that's <laughs> the beginning monologue. That's him. And he's the the. Whoa. And he's, and he's, he's the, the hermit the who lives in the graveyard. I'm a wizard, mind you. That's him. Bro, you're blowing my mind yeah. right now. Yo, oh my god, that movie's so good. I just snacked up some goldfish. I'm ready to hear a story, lads. All right, all right. Reading? Is it scabbing? It's going to be Mimics and Shapeshifters. Welcome oh, back, dear that's, listeners. That's that's the title? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't have a real it, title, but yeah, obviously. It's a good title. Well, that's the prompt name, Mimics and Shapeshifters. Yeah. That's what my yeah. file's called. Yeah, okay, I don't, I don't have a title yet, but I'm going to call it... Um, uh, fucking... Home Alone 8. Oh, okay, <laughs> Home Alone 8. Yeah. Every time, every time Chris is throwing out Home Alone as a title, it gets taken. <laughs> Alright. So, uh, it should be noted that Mimics was brought to us by Double Barrel Daryl on the Instagram, which is a great fucking name. Oh, fuck, yeah. Uh, and Shapeshifters, of course, has been brought to us by you, Shane. Yo, that's your boy. All right. So I did something uh, right a little it. bit more, a little bit more straight laced horror, as you could probably guess from my usual writing. So let's just get into it, eh? Welcome back, dear listeners, to tonight's spooky tale. We open to a warmly lit and sparsely populated interior of the Piss Lagoon Eight Tavern. In Northeast County name. Ah, fuck. What's the name of this county? <laughs> county name fucking, um, Yeehaw County. Yeehaw County. That's where... Yeehaw, baby. That's where Piss Lagoon 8 is located, in Yeehaw County. And fucking, what's Where's his name is there? Piss Lagoon 1 through 7. Oh, it's, it's a running gag in my stories where it's like, it's a franchise location, shit happens to them, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, Piss Lagoon 8. Yeehaw County. Here, this autumn eve, 
when the brown and red leaves did fall from the trees, and the cold wind carries whispers most malevolent. That the inhabitants of this humble city of Yeehaw gather together indoors, celebrating their final harvests of the year, feasting upon gourds, gourd-spiced lattes, and gourd-spiced rum-infused eggnog. <laughs> Very seasonal. Very festive. The egg, yeah, the eggnog. A.K.A. the elixir of the gods. A.K.A. evil Stevel's magic juice that gives you Ooh. cool powers. Like oh, having shit. the confidence to talk to that comely orc barmaid without stuttering for once. Damn, pour me a glass. <laughs> and, and your other powers are like not having to stop at red lantern lights when driving way too fast in your wooden oh, carriage. A fucking cool power. Shit, give me a squirt. Yeah. Liquid courage. Hell yeah. Let's drink some. When we do the Christmas special, we're gonna fucking get that eggnog out. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, it's already hitting shelves. You get eggnog today. Oh, fuck. Let's do it. Buy it now at a booper market near you. <laughs> Just mention <laughs> the <laughs> mention the phrase Goblin Cave Pod for questioning glances from your cashier. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a tip. Don't trust podcasters. <laughs> Punch him in the gut. Just pull the register <laughs> out and run out. <laughs> hey, I'm not actually committed, uh, recommending that you commit armed robbery. But if you did it, shout out the Goblin Cape Pod. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, weird don't stance to take. Don't shout my show, though. I don't want to be involved yeah. with that. <laughs> if you have the balls to do it, just the mention my name. It's okay. All right. <clears throat> Here. <laughs> Hang on. Here, within the gourd-spice-scented and weirdly moist interior of the Piss Lagoon 8, sat an old man with an eye scar and an earring on his right ear. Oh, shit. His wrinkles... Yes. His wrinkles appeared almost rubbery in texture. I'm sure this was the ambient moisture's doing. He sipped his nog and spoke to three cloaked elf men, each large in their own right. Well, one's got large, like, fucking shoulders, one's got large arms, and then just one's just got a fucking big old bulge in his trouser. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They each got their own flavor of big. Uh, that's canon. Their own way. The three were covered in scars, watches, short prickly facial hair, and obviously criminal tattoos. As if they had to advertise that they were bad news. You know, like frogs in the rainforest or rattlesnakes. It's sort of refreshingly honest when you think about it. I much prefer this yeah. to two politicians of this land who lie and scheme behind closed doors. Oh shit, we're getting fucking political on the yeah. Goblin Cave Pod. <laughs> Hell yeah. Every time. Jeez. Alright. These elf men you see would simply batter down the door. The old yeah, elf I man. I like their upfront approach. Yeah. yeah you know what you're dealing they're with. They're honest about it. I, yeah. Right? Like, we could have a little bit of that in our world. It's fine. Yeah. The old elf man with nog phlegm in his throat told the three enterprising young businessmen about a humble cabin in the outskirts of town. One owned by an exiled wizard. A fearsome spellcaster. Once the... otherwise? Or whatever? <laughs> what? <laughs> Is it Falazar, perhaps? Uh, it might be. It might be. Falvasar, he's, he's around. He usually flies yeah, around yeah. over the, the land and, like, 
tries to trick people into looking up his he, wizard like, robe at his weird balls. He like pisses out from up there and he <laughs> tries him. to land it in a sink. Uh, down oh, yeah. He's like... <laughs> he's a weird guy. I don't know what his he's deal like, is. He's flying in the background while you're saying this next bit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> a fearsome spellcaster, once the right hand of the king, chief amongst his advisors, turned to the dark magics of evil Stevel himself. The arcane secrets he unlocked, the raw power he possessed... It was said that this evil wizard then chose to consume the life force of the other castle dwellers. But who can say for sure? For there were no survivors to tell the tale. The castle on the hill laid empty for a season before brave wizard hunters besieged it and forced him out. The dark wizard... Driven mad by the whispers of evil Stevel, who he had let into the corners of his own mind, had apparently settled in the outskirts of our very city of Yeehaw. The old elf grinned as he told the following, And I hear that wizard brought with him many lost treasures from that there castle. Riches beyond the fancy of any normal elf, arcane trinkets. Bejeweled scepters, priceless artworks thought destroyed, anything your heart desires. One of the three elves chimed in. And maybe the crown of the dead king? Yes, of course. The crown, replete with starlight sapphires, inlaid with platinum wire, worth more than a thousand years hard labor to the right buyer. The three elves were tempted by the promise of treasure. Till the one named Jerry pragmatically questioned. <laughs> but what of the fearsome wizard and the magics he wields? A crown won't be worth much to our charred corpses. Ah, you see, that wizard is not currently in his cabin. He ventures out to our humble city of Yeehaw every few months to gather sustenance. And it At will be some market, time. Baby. Say what? <laughs> At the pooper market. Yeah, man. He's probably <laughs> getting hot chips. chips. <laughs> <laughs> it will be some time before he returns to the cabin. Owing to, you know, the three wizards crew taking all the chips of Tabasco out of the market. <laughs> There's a shortage right now. He's gotta find Elf it. number two, Dongus, piped up. <laughs> <laughs> that may be... But what of his arcane traps? No wizard worth his bones would leave treasures unprotected. It'd be bad business sense. The two other thugs agreed. Aye, gotta be traps or those flaming dog spears or something. The old man- Flaming dog spears? Oh, you know, those things, like the fucking- They bark at you and they're covered in fire and they're like chasing shit. Uh, like, like Cerberus? <laughs> Sounds terrifying. No, this is the thing my neighbor has. I don't know if they're called Cerberuses, but yeah, whatever. A dog on fire with two heads? Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably Cerberus. Oh damn! Or I could be yeah, wrong. Sure. I don't know, but it was one. It's like the, in yeah. in Greek mythology, the fucking Hercules the guard, got some of those. The guard dog of the fucking underworld, I think. Oh yeah, that is the good guy. Lord, good lord. All right. Yeah, is that Cerberus? Yeah. All right, but yeah. I think he has three heads though. Yeah, like, he's got. Th <laughs> he's got two up top and like another just <laughs> somewhere down else. there. It's the tail. Yeah. All right, the tail. The yeah, he's got a head, head on his tail. Mm -hmm. We're wholesome here. Yeah. Rewriting the lore. What the fuck are we talking the, about? 
the old man quieted the discontent, discontent with a hasty, no, no, well, yes, but you see, my friends, I know one who is perfectly capable of dealing with these magical traps, one who possesses magic of his own and could be of assistance if you were to liberate these treasures. The three thugs deeply considered it. And the third, named Chumbo, spoke. <laughs> Not so much objecting, now rather pondering. So, we get the treasures, and then what? Sell them to you? Aye, sell them to me. I will pay quite handsomely, you shall see. Here, take this advanced payment. The old man withdrew from his underpants a fat brown pouch of jingling coins and tossed Ooh. it towards the three. His fucking taint purse. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Moist. <laughs> oh, oh, I'd wash those coins and my hands. Greedily. <laughs> I'd chop my fucking hands off after that. Oh. The moist <laughs> fucking taint. The taint pouch. Dude, it's money, I though. I want that taint water. On, I mean, the money, sure. I'd wash the coins, though. Money is hard to get like in the city like of Yeehaw, pocket. man. They're on tough times right now. People are going to do they weird things for money. Coins. Oh, yeah, you think your $1 bills don't smell a little bit weird? Come on. I mean, I don't smell my $1 bill. Bet they smell like <laughs> cocaine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Isn't it like 90% of all money in circulation has, like, a traces of cocaine on it? Is the... Is the and, going and it's gonna be a hundred when I'm too. done with it? Stripper asshole, hundred <laughs> percent, baby. I'm on a quest. <laughs> Greedily, they all reached for the pouch, but Jerry was the quickest. He plunged his hand into the bag and withdrew a glimmering gold coin. His eyes were wide, as real gold is rather hard to come by. He opened his mouth to speak, but instead let out a yelp and his finger dripped a small amount of blood. He dropped the coin bag, and the coin seemed to stick to his hand for half a second, and shot the old grinning elf a dirty glance. He hissed through his teeth. A pouch full of cut gold coins ain't gonna be payment for a whole king's tomb of treasure. You better have more where that came from. Indeed I do, my friend. Indeed I do. Now go out back and meet my associate. He will lead you to the cabin and disarm the traps within. I look forward to our next interaction. What a shady motherfucker. The three per that coin yeah, he's a, a bit needle in it? What? Oh, well, maybe. We'll see about that. Mm. <laughs> the three prospective burglars finished their drinks, collected their advance, and went out back to converse amongst themselves. Oh, when I said cut coins, uh, back in the day, what a lot of people would do um, with like precious metal coins, like gold and silver, they would uh, Maybe they would like, like bite it to make sure it's real. Well, yeah, they would bite it, but they would also um, like money changers would like trim it. You know, they would trim some of the gold shavings off, and at face value, you'd look at a gold coin and be like, "Well, that's that's gold, you know, that's worth X amount of potatoes." But meanwhile. Uh, the money changer has, like, a shaving of gold from that coin in his pocket. Eventually, he melts them down, makes counterfeit coins, you know. That yeah, sort of shit. That's why they have little, uh, little things on the side, little notches, right? Yeah, that's... Yeah, the the notches were there as, like, a anti-counterfeiting measure for a while, but it's 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 a big trip. Currency is really weird. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Facts we're learning today. <laughs> I learned about our Lord and Savior Jesus, and I'm learning about <laughs> coins. This is, I mean, this is what a great day. 
Yes. We should put Jesus on a coin. Why isn't Jesus on any of our he money? I don't think money. he liked money. Think about that. Oh, yeah, he didn't like think, money, but still. <laughs> I think I, yeah, like money is our god now, so might as well put him on there. Whoa. Yeah. That's a high idea for you. You're right, the economy is a god that we invented, and we fucking serve for what? To yeah. see the number go up? Fuck. So Dude, I can subscribe to OnlyFans accounts? People pray for <laughs> money. Think about the language of that. Exactly. Like it's not it literally is a religion at this point. Oh, dude, it's so fucking creepy. All right, is it, <clears throat> it is a cult. It's the get out, guys. Cult there is get out, guys. It's it's a that's... bad cult. Get out of this cult. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> dude, that's nutty. Let's go. Let's go find that fucking farm in Kentucky or whatever you were talking about. Yup, yup, yup. Get those goats. Start a landscaping business. We're good to go. <laughs> the three prospective <laughs> burglars finished their drinks collected their advance, and went out back to converse amongst themselves. We have done far worse for far less, spoke Chumbo, the elf with four piercings on his eyebrow and a crooked nose. Aye. That guy cannot walk hmm? through metal detectors. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> You come near him with one of those metal detectors, he'll, like, clock you in the jaw. It's not funny. <laughs> he takes that shit serious. Yeah. Metal detecting spell? <laughs> My brother wrote it as, uh, wizards just outstretching their hands saying, Beep! Beep. <laughs> I, you once killed a man for a half, for a handful of copper coins and that there watch, announced Jerry, pointing at Dung, uh, what was his name, Dungus? Dongus's <laughs> dope watch. Dongus. Yeah, is a cool watch. Jerry continued, running his fingers through his short beard as he often did when thinking. I. And that withered fool at the bar was so shaky and weak. He ought to know better than coming into this neighborhood with all that cash. The three chuckled together. Yeah, he's likely one of those high society types that think us downtrodden will dance and do his dirty work for a couple nickels, continued Chumble. And just fucking riffing a plan off the top of the dome, Jerry pitched his idea. How about we clear that wizard shack out? then come back and adjust his perspective via concussive force, and sell all the magic goods, with some bootleg foreign trinkets, for a huge markup at the bazaar. Dongus, chiming in, spoke. I think he technically be a warlock. Not to be splitting hairs, but is like one of, uh, those wizards who makes a deal with a patron for power. Like a middle manager in fast food joint, but cooler. He let his in- <laughs> He let his explanation pitter out to the blank, uncomprehending faces of his cohorts, who were quite used to his technical explanations but didn't really care. They just sort of let him go off and would nod and say, Yeah, man, anyway. He didn't know why he felt the need to do it. He guess he just wanted to show his friends information? Sometimes it pays off. Like when it comes to identifying knockoff Bolex watches. You know, those fancy watches with a weed bowl built into the side. And every day at 4.20 uh, a.m. and 4.20 p.m. it chimes, Dude, it's weed o'clock! Oh shit, I gotta buy me one of those. Send me the link. Yo. I'll sell you a knockoff <laughs> for like three fifty. Oh shit, that's a good Damn. price. Tree city? <laughs> Anyways. Just like... your watch goes off. Oh boy, 4.20 a.m. <laughs> just wake up out of bed. Wake up, rip bong, go back to sleep. Sweet dreams. His pal Jerry nodded and said, Yeah, man, I guess he's a warlock. Anyways, so we all in agreement? Get the gold, double-cross the guy, sell it for double, maybe we also kill the magic locksmith or whatever, don't want to split four ways. Aye, sounds good. 
dope. Uh, so where's the guy at? So they sit in the alleyway, they smoke a few old ports, letting out huge rolling smoke rings bolstered by the chilly autumn air. They mellowed in the clammy darkness of the evening and eventually met up with their mystically inclined fourth member. A skinny blonde elf went by the name John Smith. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> The trio eyed him up and said, what? Can't go wrong. That's a a trustable man's name. (laughs) The trio eyed him up and down. They've never seen him in this town before. He was clean. Too clean. His cloak was recently ironed, and his singular gold earring glistened. He was one of those who wore it for bling, for style, not as a show of power, or, you know keeping semi-liquid assets within easy reach in case the government freezes your bank account. You always got your gold chain necklace or whatever you could break a link off of and make rent that month. That is life hacks right there. Yeah. Fuck, holy shit, I'm learning all sorts of shit today. Why do you, dude, why do you think gold chains are so popular, man? Fuck, you know, I never thought of it like that. I just thought rappers needed something to talk about. Two chains, baby. He's got two chains, that's like (laughs) 20,000. You need at least two. Uh, two chains. <laughs> I get it. I get it, man. Stacking precious metal is always... Say what? <laughs> Bars. We're just singing a song to land us. All right. Stacking precious metals is always a good bet, especially mm. in today's economy. Take mm. note, guys. But this fucking Bro, fourth you were like guy? a targeted ad for gold and silver these days. <laughs> <laughs> Just an agent from the fucking gold and silver company or whatever. Just you guys gotta buy some gold. I mean, it's sound yeah. advice for sure. Dude, yeah, I literally is. bought two ounces of silver yesterday that's got like an image of like a pirate ship on it. And it's fucking oh, awesome. shit. That's cool. Yeah. Anyways, but this fucking fourth guy, one gold earring and a small one at that. You got what? Half a gram of gold in there and some stone that I'm willing to bet you don't know how to move <laughs> on the black market. Man, fuck that. That's poor business <laughs> sense right there. And by the way that these three elves are scowling at this fucking poser, I think that they would agree with my brutal analysis. Well, took you long enough, your majesty, Jerry joked, trying to gauge the new member's response. Aye, long carriage ride from the castle then, continued Chumble. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, the slightly nervous fourth stuttered, in his light, trembling, never-even-smoked-a-pack-of-ye-old-ports voice. <laughs> <laughs> you got no mud on your fine boots. You ain't from around here, that's clear enough, said Dongus, as he silently tried to figure out if the boots in questioned were his size. Yes, it's true, but I'm here to do a job, same as you. And you'd also have some pretty clean boots if you work for the old man as long as I have. This response was enough to change the conversation to, quote, Well, where the fuck is that cabin? We better get going. We ain't got all night, do we? How right you are, said John Smith, the elf. <laughs> they traveled through the town, ground gradually changing from mud, cobblestone, and well-trodden ground, to gravel and grass, to lush, dew-licked fields, with only the slightest of wagon tracks to guide them through the twisting path to the dark woods. No longer did they have the tall cover of looming buildings and cramped city streets to block the chilling autumn night breeze. And within the woods themselves, all semblance of light from the city was blocked by the trees, where even the refracted light from the twin moons did not pierce the veil of shimmering, rithered leaves. 
here where the woods were so dense, and the sounds of their stomping feet and sheathed daggers clinking against their armor, made as they walked, seemed to die mere feet from they themselves. The oppressively thick atmosphere, held at bay by hooded lanterns they carried, providing just enough light to get through. For a brief moment, John the Elf turned back to break the tension, squinting against the slight light, and continuing to walk real nonchalantly backwards through the unknown woods while he spoke. He asked the trio in an awkward, trying to resurrect a conversation sort of tone, So, y'all ever, uh, do this before? This kind of job, you know? Jerry grunts in the affirmative, his eyes not moving from the trail ahead, while the others, sort of unnerved by his candor, continued contemplating when the best time to bash his clean-shaven face into a rock would be. They walked in silence for a bit, before John tried again. <laughs> yeah, I also, uh, have a lot of experience doing crime. I just, I just love doing crime, man. Things Shut criminals the don't say. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh, yeah, I love Chumbo crimes. snapped. <laughs> I'm doing crimes all the times, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. You don't see this fucking little... Hold on real quick as I adjust my microphone. Uh, oh, shit. What, what did I say? Uh, uh, I mean, fuck. I mean, shit. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Chumbo snapped and shot a glare. <laughs> yeah. All right. John turns around. And but for a brief moment, Chumbo could almost see an animal-like glimmer of light reflected out of John's half-squinted eyes. But he shakes the feeling off with a laugh at how quickly the red-headed elf was bullied into submission. Maybe he'd make a good lackey once this once his master was out of the picture. Before too long, they emerged from the dark woods and came to a cleared hill, little but stumps, grass, an extensive herb garden and of course a crudely built log cabin, maybe 15 by 15, a few windows and a simple porch area where the garden tools were hung. None really needed to ask if this was the place, and none did. Uh, Chumbo contemplated aloud, well if he's growing all these herbs he's probably got some pretty pricey alchemy equipment in there, huh? Aye, stuff's been in demand since the desert caravan stopped coming this far north. John spoke in an unsettlingly peppy voice. Just wait until you see the riches within. Gold, jewel-covered distillers made with the finest blown glass and hand-worked copper. Mortar and pestle made by the dwarves of blah 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 blah. He just rambled on. The trio really wished this weird, soft, chatty elf wasn't here interfering with their too bad, too rad vibe. But hey, what can they do? They weren't dumb enough to fuck with enchanted locks. But John was. Either John the Elf wouldn't be able to get through, die via magic, and then would cease to be any of the concern, or he would do his damn job and they would be rich as hell, simple as. John approached the locked door and set to work. He laid out his leather pouch of lockpicking tools, some simple metal shims, scratched to shit in places, and others with decorative jade and wood handles, each and every one of them with some unique shape at the point. Dongus watched intently, silently, absorbing all the knowledge that was being shown, he loomed over John, staring unflinchingly. <coughs> it wasn't- yeah, no. It wasn't to try and intimidate I was, him. I was like, damn, that was a great burp, I was like, yeah. you mustered that just for the audio. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just couldn't turn away. Hang on. It wasn't to try you, and intimidate you gotta write, him. You gotta write that You're gonna be like now. the chocolate rain guy. You have to turn your head away from the mic when you burp. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think I will. It wasn't to try and intimidate him. He was just like that, you know? This was really cool for him to watch, and maybe, just maybe, Dongus would learn something he can use later. John was unsettled by Don's parched and smoke-seasoned breath was hot against the back of his head, and he could feel the intense, unblinking stare. He gingerly held up the picks he was choosing for the assignment, showing them to Don. The first was a simple, come-hither finger-looking bend. The second, a figure-eight on its side. Dongus liked it. He was learning. Chumbo was growing impatient, as a man quite used to simply walking into unlocked rooms, or, when the situation demanded it, knocking down doors. He whispered quite aggressively, What the Steve's realm is taking so damn long? John defended, Hey, it's not like the all seaball picture shows. This shit takes time. <laughs> especially with magic locks. Dongus spoke, louder than a whisper, but in a lower, annoyed tone of voice. Like one who had just been pulled out of intense concentration. Shut it, he's already got the first and last tumblers done. If you keep fucking with the concentration, he's gonna lose them at the start all over. <laughs> Everyone was silent for a moment, like until Jerry spoke. Skyrim? With the yeah. fucking lockpick? <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's yeah, you ever pick a lock? <laughs> it's fucking hard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've never done it personally. If you fuck up, you have to start all over, and it's real annoying. Yeah, yeah the tumblers. Yeah, I used to know this kid who literally would bring, like, a clear lock and, like, just practice lockpicking, like, in his free time. Oh, those are so like, cool. What is this kid getting up to? <laughs> I'm like, what is, what is he practicing for? <laughs> <laughs> Stealing? All my bikes on my street just disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that guy's probably pretty cool. No, he is. Oh, yeah, for I, sure. I, I like the guy. It's probably That's really rich, too. In your, in your fucking friend group right there. So he doesn't pick your locks. <laughs> Everyone was silent for a moment, until Jerry spoke. I didn't know you knew locks. Aye, and watches, too. That explains a lot. You're always really smart with the little mechanical things, Jerry chuckled, and cocked his head at his friend. Where'd you pick up on that? John joined in a little bit, but really fucked up on reading the situation and took it as an in to sort of rib on Jerry. <sighs> Bad call, dude, but alright. Haha. <laughs> yeah, hey Jerry, what's up with all those scratches on your arm? Who's the lucky lady? <laughs> this immediately soured the mood. <laughs> oh they were having God. a bonding moment. Fucking Buzz Killington over here. Yeah. <laughs> this immediately soured the mood as it brought back painful memories of being caught in a screw lathe in one of Dreadmore's weapon factories in his youth. But instead of reliving the highly traumatic event and the equally traumatic healing process, Jerry snapped straight to the anger and grabbed John by the shoulders and whispered menacingly into his ear, You, if you don't get that damn lock open soon. <laughs> get it? Yeah, that's where the fuck... I love the callback. Now the right yeah. earring makes sense. And within a few minutes... The squad was inside the cabin, simple and rustic as you might call it. The furniture seemed to be made mostly out of sticks tied together with purchased string and handcrafted square nails. There was some herb drying equipment, but little more than a mortar and pestle for processing. A bow hung on the wall as well as a quiver of arrows beneath it, and there was a great many animal pelts on the ground. Dongus spoke accusatorily. Are you sure this is the right place? Of course I'm sure. John spoke with a severe amount of defensive energy. 
further solidifying himself as an outsider to the trio. But as if to show off his point, he walks a few steps ahead, purposely, gently pushes aside a Ratman pelt pelt rug, revealing a trap door in the floor. The three enterprising young businessmen were eager to have an excuse to hate on John some more, but decided to stow it and get the job done first. They entered the under-sanctum of the warlock's abode, and indeed, there was treasure to be had. Piles of relics, both ancient and mega-ancient. Oh, Artwork. Shit, those mega-ancient ones. Yeah, real. You gotta, look out for <laughs> you gotta look out for those. Those are fucking double, worth double at least. Artwork believed to have been destroyed by the Mage Hunter's siege, and alchemical equipment like you wouldn't believe. Everything the old man said would be there was, and everything that they had imagined there would be, surprisingly, looked precisely the way they imagined them to look. Jerry was drawn to an ornate sword, with a sheath inscribed with cool runes, the pinnacle of elven design, both physically and mystically. Dongus was drawn to the ancient relics, devices from the long, long ago era of man. What could he learn from these wands of steel? And Chumbo found himself holding aloft a green glass distiller, exactly as he had pictured it. And in the center of the room, where John the Elf stood, smiling, looking up to the ceiling, was a circle made out of blood-red stone. His hands moved to a brass calendar, and he removed the lid and lit some incense. He turned his gaze to the circle below, and to the runic image that it did contain, the symbol of the dread god of this realm, Evil Stevel, carved oh. into the stone floor. Oh, oh, fuck! That's like triple valuable. Jerry, grasping the bejeweled sword, approached John. Hey, John, I'm gonna cut, but before he could continue, John the elf rose into the air, his eyes alight with blue, crackling energy, and his gray, wiry hair stood on its ends, almost like he was on some sort of supercharge of static electricity. The sword... Say what? Oh, he's all amped up. Amped he's ready to go. Up. Amped. He's <laughs> 2.1 amps. Easy. The sword in, John, in Jerry's hand grew teeth on the hilt and bit his hand. The blade <gasps> curved around sword. like a scorpion stinger and plunged itself into his chest. Oh, oh that's dude, dope. that's sick as hell. The intricate device Dongus held sprouted many dozen tentacles of coiled wire and hog tied him. Chumbo was as oh, well ensnared yeah. by bands of gold that popped off the distiller given life. The three elves screamed as John chanted in a dozen different voices, his face melting and reforming into that of the old man from the tavern. <gasps> There's mimics oh, and a shapeshifter? Him. Oh, fuck! Should have been nicer to the, the fucking guy, dude. He That's wouldn't have killed you. That's the fucking one-two punch right there. Both prompts instantly. Shit. <laughs> Surprise. Love it. Holy oh, shit. Fuck. <laughs> he spoke in his old man voice while somehow chanting an ancient language at the same time. Two for you, master. And one for me. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> Oh, that's perfect. The runic symbol of evil Stevel on the floor cracked open, 
Chumbo and Dongus were tossed in, their screams cut off by the earth portal rumbling shut. And while Jerry bled, his life force being absorbed by the warlock, through a beam of dank red magic, the various trinkets in the room shifted their shape into strange worm-like creatures with little leech-like mouths. The old man spoke once more. Feast, my children. This one is healthy and large. Feast! The end. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Holy fuck. I was drinking water and then the fucking ending, I almost spit it everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Just spit too. Yo, that is the coolest writing of a mimic I've ever heard where the sword like bites into his hand yeah, and then fucking, fucking bends around cool. to stab him. That was some incredible the writing, scorpion bro. Scorpion tail comes in. Fuck. Thanks, man. I think what a um jump scare. Dude. In uh in, in D D, my best uh mimic was a uh cloak on a coat rack. And it like wraps <laughs> one up. Yeah, it, it was like this room that like that everyone in the dungeon knew not to go in, you know, because like it's like a trap room, and like all that was in yeah. there was this coat rack with like a cloak on it, and you know like I'm gonna take of, that cloak. I don't exactly. Give a shit. Somebody just threw the cloak on so and then started cool strangling. Are you gonna give me cool buffs and shit to my mana and my mana and my fucking spells and shit? I'm gonna wear that cloak and then I get eaten. Yeah. Classic As, trap. Yeah. <laughs> Get hogtied. Yeah, I had a friend get attacked by a carpet mimic, and he got, like, wrapped up. Took on a carpet magic mimic? carpet ride. You mean from mm. Aladdin? Yeah, legit, bro. <laughs> carpet- Whole new world. This is one of those that can fly. Yeah. They're sentient somehow. <laughs> Dude, great story. That was Excellent fucking great, Excellent story. Bro. Like, a spooky yeah, story indeed. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Let's, uh, let's throw some transition music on and get to Chris. I gotta pee real fast. I gotta fucking grab another Hi- drink. And hydrating I too much. Hydrate and dehydrate. I get it, guys. Hydrate. I got a bottle of fucking. I got some regular Lacroix and I got an alcoholic one. And oh, so you I'm mix staying. Together. I'm balanced out. I'm good. <laughs> He's achieved right, so Zen. Let's, uh, transition real quick. Thing about peeing outside, bro. Peeing outside makes you feel great. Oh yeah, it's fucking nature. I Dude, you ever like walk around family. with like a with like a like a like a Starbucks coffee cup, right? There's this little trick that I figured <laughs> Isn't out. It just like while you're walking down the street in a business oh, yeah. suit and tie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Gavin, that is fucking borderline. <laughs> Indecent and exposure if you got caught. Some fucking white girl comes by thinks you're getting free Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, she can. Hang on. Let me finish the up. old dick in the She's... Starbucks cup trick. <laughs> she just every piss time. On and now it's time for me to tell you about a man. A powerful man. A man of unholy, eldritch origin. A man, not just a man, but an ancient, withered old necromancer and necrophile. Just a sick fucking general. Like, there was this one time where he took a severed hand out to a nice seafood dinner, jerked himself off with it, and never called again. Oh, that poor hand. <laughs> anyway. Was it like the Adams Family hand? Yeah. Or like, it was, it was sentient, one of, or it was, was it like... Sentient hand. He jerked it was just some dude's hand. <laughs> <laughs> it was like painted fingernails, it was all. <laughs> anyway. This dude is a freak. 
He had pale, nearly translucent, paper-white skin, and was cloaked in a decadent, flamboyant robe of werewolf pubes. And his name, Shane, do you know this man's name? I, I could only guess. What is your guess? It's not Chongus, that's it's for sure. It's not Chongus. His name was Gary Gouldini. <laughs> <laughs> I hear, I hear he could take a punch in the stomach. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you might see, maybe, perhaps. Too soon. Probably not, but... <laughs> Too soon. Gary was a lich who lived in the most secluded, most ominous, most monster-infested neck of the Tiger Woods you ever did see. Though he was not some power-crazy tyrant like that bit Umberlai. <laughs> Nay. He did not summon legions of undead to wage war, to assume universal control of the realm of Yergslin and beyond. No, he j- he used his necromantic powers for different means entirely. What were those Every- means? <laughs> I'm about to tell you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Every year on October 31st, good old Gary Gouldini would pour himself a tall glass of vodka LaCroix, roll up a big old doobie full of vodka LaCroix OG, and in his inebriated stupor, he would raise a whole bunch of undead from their graves. With disrobe, Frankenbean swinging and swaying in the moonlight as he chanted that unholy eldritch recontour. <laughs> so he's just nice. fucking standing on his roof, dick out. Hey. Fucking no, naked. he's making his own party, bro. And the moon, yeah, he's like, the moon is behind him. His silhouette. You can you see the fucking the dongus, the silhouette of that. <laughs> and he's saying this. He's saying this. Darkness falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Creatures uh-huh. crawl in search of blood to terrorize y'all's neighborhood. This is from Thriller, by the way. I know it is. shall be found without the soul for getting down must stand and face the hounds of hell, Cerberus, and rot inside a corpse's shell. The foulest stench is in the air, the funk of 420,000 years. And grizzly ghouls from every tomb are closing in to share your doom. And though you fight to stay alive, your body starts to shiver. For no mere mortal can resist the Halloween spooktacular. Oh, shit. Damn, this is some fucking bars, bro. Chris looks back at the camera. Bidding bars. Chris looks back at the camera and his eyes turn yellow. <laughs> and lo, incredible! All the freaks and geeks in the land emerge from their respective caves, graves, and other places where creepy creatures lurk. Monsters! Oh shit, Jason Siegel's here. Mo- yeah, monsters of all <laughs> kinds came out for the Halloween ball to end them all came and congregated at Gary Gouldini's annual Haunted Mansion-themed mansion party. Yeah, baby, They're it's a party, baby. Now gathering. we got the undead. Yeah. Anyone who's anyone and also dead is there. Exactly. <laughs> Spooky ghost sounds SFX blared from the ether as we pan into an establishing shot of the mansion's exterior. Surrounded by... Some chain rattling. <laughs> yeah. It's like a chain. Yeah, there's a chain. There's like... Ooh. <laughs> In the chain and like ah, you hear like a Dracula. <laughs> Dracula missing the Wolfman. <laughs> the wolf they didn't man. know they were being recorded. 
his fucking leg lifted by a fire hydrant. You just hear the trickle. <laughs> and there's Gavin also peeing on the fire hydrant. Gavin peeing reason. out in the sink. Just emptying, emptying a Starbucks, Starbucks cup, cup, cup into it. <laughs> yeah. Actually, this is it's mostly Gavin peeing into various things. This is the sound pack I got. And the mansion's exterior, surrounded by leafless blackwood trees with spooky jack-o'-lantern-esque faces etched into them. Hey, that's just what my face looks like, cried a random tree. (laughs) (laughs) Come one, come all, skeleton, zombies, draculas, frankensteins, and whatever the fuck else I summon forth whilst toking on that sweet... Sweet Vodka LaCroix, OG. Welcome to the 421st annual Hollow's Eve Spooktacular, a.k.a. the Bone Sesh. And yes, that is a double entendre because there will be plenty of boning happening tonight. (laughs) Bone Sesh. Bone sesh with the boys. <laughs> Bone sesh with the boys. Exactly. If you're into that, there's a Frankenstein <laughs> no with an with a fucking earring <laughs> in his right ear, chilling, and it was totally cool. Everyone was like, "Hell yeah, way to express." Hell yeah, right. everybody who was anybody who was also dead was there. <laughs> in- <laughs> Did I, wait, no. Did we make the same joke? No, no. You made the joke, and I just ad libbed it into. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, no way you wrote that. That's Including like, Jack Pumpkinman, a sentient pumpkin piloting a headless zombie around like a Gundam. <laughs> Frankie <laughs> Face Fuckenstein, the Frankenstein who needed no introduction. Because <laughs> he's a face fucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know the guy. And even the reanimated corpse of Archduke Franz Ferdinand made a special guest appearance <laughs> as well. Yo, he started so many fucking wars, dude, that man right there. He's here, he's the guest of honor. What a legend. He's probably the reason half these guys are dead. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's fucked. And so we... (laughs) And so we we now meet our our heroes of this tale. A pair of skeletons and a ghost that shambled their way through the spooky forest and into the mansion. And there they are. Their names are Zanzibar, Lenny, and Steve. And they're just chilling. <laughs> they also need no introduction. <laughs> That's them. The two skeletons and a ghost. All right, boys, what's the crackpot scheme to get me laid gonna be this year? <laughs> asked the ghost. I was thinking we could give the old ghost dong and a hot dog bun trick another go. <laughs> <laughs> In this Starbucks cup. Who wants a hot dog? Who wants a hot dog? Put your mouth on it. <laughs> Extra mustard. Please don't bite it. <laughs> That's probably how he died. Damn. Zanzibar, come on. If you want to lose your ghost virginity so that your restless spirit can finally move on to the afterlife, you've got to start thinking outside the box. Lenny, you know I haven't been inside any box whatsoever. That's why my virgin soul is still trapped here in the mortal realm in the first place. Damn. Yeah, Damn, that's he some heavy it. cannon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's a ghost. He's stuck here. He, his fucking restless spirit, because he never got any action in his uh, previous life. Cannon. <laughs> Damn. Why don't you just try being yourself for once? You and your schemes reek of desperation, and frankly, it's not a good look. That's a good friend right there. I am desperate, Steve. 
I've been an 18 and a half year old sexless loser for the past three centuries, and all I want to do is get some ghost gooch on my hangdown. One fucking time. <laughs> At least he's honest, you know. That's honest yeah. is better than desperate. <laughs> Maybe if you stop calling it ghost <laughs> All of a sudden, the lights cut out, and a loud record scratch could be heard as well. A spotlight fell to the landing above, just at the top of those lobby steps, and into the light waltzed the man of the hour, Gary Gouldini himself. There he is. And his wrinkly old skin glistened just like the vampires from Twilight as he was on the steps. I know what you are. And he fucking... <laughs> And he's got a <laughs> and he, Gary Goudini. Gary Goudini. <laughs> and he's got a fucking wine glass full of blood, and he's holding it out like fucking Leonardo DiCaprio and fucking what's it called? Great Gatsby. Swilling it. That meme. Yeah, he's he holding just, it out, and he's yeah. like, "Ladies and there's fools. fireworks in the background. What? There's fireworks in the back. Yeah, there's fireworks in the background indoors. It's very dangerous." <laughs> it's chill, they're dead, no worries. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. I mean, Gary's not dead. Yet. He's just an old guy, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he reanimated himself, I don't know. I never fucking talked to the guy. It's fucking weird. <laughs> he jerked off with a severed hand and never called it again. That's fucked up, you don't do that. He's a, he's a wild card, bro. He's a wild card. <laughs> and so he's at the top of the steps with in his Leonardo DiCaprio pose, and he's like, Ladies and ghouls, welcome to my... Wait a sec. Smells like a human in here. Fellas, I'm afraid that there's an imposter among us. Among us. That's us. Among us. Among us. Somebody's acting sus. Someone's sus. And without hesitation, he strutted right up to the regular-ass human man who had somehow snuck into the party. <laughs> not even disguised. And it's not like the guy's costume was very convincing, either. It was just it a was really just a scrotum hanging out of his trousers. Like, I don't oh. even know how he got past the bouncer. <laughs> let alone all the... Let alone all the vampires, werewolves, zombies, and all the other shit hanging around that would make a human like this their bitch on sight. <laughs> so, yeah. It's asserting dominance. Come on, guys. He just got balls hanging out of his pants, and he thought that was good enough. He's a monster. <laughs> my, this is my fucking... My monster sack. Yeah. <laughs> it's like painted. It's got eyeballs painted on. It's got eyeballs on the regular balls. It, it's got eyeballs on my balls. That's some. I'm a supernatural being, I swear. He keeps telling people he sees them with his eyes closed. <laughs> I can see you. How many fingers am I holding up? Uh, three. Yeah, how'd you know? It's only just one finger. He's only holding up one finger, and it's not his finger. And so Gary does that. He holds the fingers up. And then he fucking fondles the nuts. Hmm. Oh, oh Gary. These aren't fake, are they? Indubitably, these are just my testicles you're cupping fine, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so he squeezed them as hard as he could, causing the man to shriek no. in ball pain and shock. No. But mostly ball pain. He squeezed so hard that his soul left his body like some fucked up toothpaste tube. As Gary slurped that shit up like some fucked up spaghetti. No. <laughs> <laughs> then he licked his lips and he burped loudly. Gavin, if you have to burp, now would be the good time. <laughs> Hang on. Dude. Hang on. Hang on. Oh, wow. Let me try to swallow some beer real fast. <laughs> uh, fuck it. 
Oh god, that was bad. <laughs> now that's what I Good call right some now. soul food. <laughs> oh god. The drummer from the all Skeleton jam band, The Boners, played the bumps on the sound <laughs> on the drums, and everyone laughed. <laughs> and then Gary. <laughs> and then I wrote. Then Gary did a little dance like some Willy Wonka type <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> I remember putting that. <laughs> then he spun around, clapped his hands. <laughs> he spun around, clapped his hands, and said, Let the festivities continue with the twerk off! My hero. A bass move. Poor fucking baller. What a baller. He fucking, every year he does this. He summons up all these undead critters. All these gorgons and fucking eye, like fucking beholders and shit, and he just brings them all. Mm-hmm. To his spooky house for some spooktacular times, and that's what we're doing, really. Yeah, yeah, they're having a spooktacular. Exactly, and I'm just recounting it. And so let me tell you, a fucking bass boosted trap remix of the Monster Mash began to play. And Shane, Cabin, you boys already know that that track got all the lady monsters wet. As they flooded the dance floor like a twerk tsunami and started popping, locking, and booty dropping like mad. Mm. It was a graveyard smash. Yeah, it was a graveyard smash! <laughs> Even a couple <laughs> skeletons were getting into it. And where they lacked in ass cheeks, they more than made up for in pure grit, determination, and technique. And they made all the skeleton boys go, damn! Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you like, know yeah even the skinny ones can do it if they try. You know, like it's like it's a lot if of a girl movies. ever tells you she can't twerk, yeah, you just you, she's lying. You got, she's anyone can twerk. Effort. It's like old fucking Chef Gusto once said. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a rat? <laughs> anyone can twerk. And then a treasure chest with sexy legs came walking right in from the next room over. <laughs> Everybody cleared some room, and the chest opened up, and inside was just the roundest set of booty cheeks you ever did see. Damn. It's the mimic. It's, it was a mimic, yeah. And they dropped into a full split and showed all those bone-hungry monsters how it's done as she shape-shifted no. in such a way that each individual ass cheek became a pair of ass cheeks for four cheeks total. Some quick multiplication. You're learning all sorts of things tonight. Damn, this is like my last the trip. Real treasure. <laughs> I'm plundering that booty, baby, because them cheeks were bouncing up, down, and all around in front of everybody. Oh, hell yeah. My inclusion in this story covers both of the props. Don't like it? Kiss my four ass cheeks, you fucking slapped it, <laughs> said the mimic. <laughs> That's the, the wombo combo, the, the double wombo combo. The wombo combo, and that is the... That is the <laughs> The mimic is no longer mentioned. Man. <laughs> don't like it? Don't like it? Kiss, kiss my, my four ass four? cheeks. You mean you can't complain? She's got four. Fuck. I That's my dream woman cheeks. right there. I, I would ass love to cheek, kiss fucking ass treasure chest, nice legs. What else do you need? Le- really? Yeah. <laughs> like in the dark, yeah. it's all the, the same shit. <laughs> personality. I bet the mimic's a great conversationalist if you get to know her. She sounds like she's got a heart to go mm-hmm. Well, she likes to play Fortnite. <laughs> oh, my and Among girl. Us. Among us. Among us. Among us. <laughs> she's not sus. She's definitely not she's, the imposter. Exactly. She's, Even though she's a mimic, which is like the definition yeah. of an imposter. <laughs> Quite ironic, anyway. I love it. Anyway, among the crowd of monsters feasting their eyes on the veritable butt buffet 
was a beholder. <laughs> oh man, his eyes his eyes are getting all crossed. And up. he was watching all the cheek clapping action with his big ass eyeball. When all of a sudden he got a massive nosebleed and began spewing that shit like some horny ass fountain fixture. Oh, you watch anime? The yeah. sexy vampirellas all started a wet T-shirt contest with the beholder blood, <laughs> which certainly did not help the problem. Didn't that stain the t-shirt? The cycle would continue until the guy had completely bled out and died. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I bet the, they were, they're vampires, so I bet they're wearing red t-shirts anyway. Yeah, you're right. Either that or they got some real good oxyclean in the vampire world. Fucking sponsored by... Alright, <laughs> oh, Billy Mays here with the all-new blood oxyclean edition. It turns white Bill- into red. Billy Mays, get out of there. They're gonna eat your balls. <laughs> oh, my balls! Billy Mays, no, not again! His soul, leaves out. his soul leaves out, and then he dies right there. That's how he died. He oh, cannon. Billy, no. Billy, no. Did he die on an airplane? Didn't he just, like, randomly die on an airplane? His soul for, like, left no his body reason? in one way or another. Who am I to say? Yeah. I don't remember. That yeah. was 2009. Airplane flight attendant squeezed his ball so hard he died. <laughs> That's canon. Billy Mays here. Billy Mays here, dying 10,000 feet up. I asked to join the Mile High Club, and it did not work out how I thought. <laughs> R.I.P. Legend. Lenny, Steve, and Zanzibar were awestruck by the sight of it all. All three of them were standing there with their boners sticking out, which didn't even make sense because two of them were skeletons. That's how fucking hot this shit was, you kidding me? Either way, they knew that they couldn't let the spectacle distract them from their bone quest. So they tried out a whole montage of wacky escapades to make that shit happen for their boy. Bone quest. The bone quest. Smash cut two. Be My Lover by LaBouche played in the background as the trio sat down for a game of Spin the Bottle. Ah yeah, wanna be my lover. Ah yeah, wanna be my lover. <laughs> it was Zanzibar's turn, so he spun the bottle, only for it to stop on a sexy Gorgon lady. Nice. She promptly put lipstick on one of her snakes, and he tried to kiss the snake. It bit him and he died, and then he became a double ghost. <laughs> oh shit. Next, Zanzibar and his friends stood by the punch bowl, waiting there for a comely maiden to stop by for a drink. For Zanzibar had thought of the fucking best pickup line of all time. And then he was sitting there mentally preparing to say it as a zombie chick with no lower jaw and quadruple double D's came staggering in from the dance floor. Fucking damn! <laughs> Hell yeah! Look at those quadruple double D's. Don't even matter. She got no jaw, dude. His jaw hit the floor. His jaw which is was on the floor, yeah. and his fucking eyeballs came out like like fucking the mask, and his tongue rolled yeah, out like on the floor. Honking sound, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so Zanzibar licked his li- licked his fingers and ran them through his eyebrows, and he leaned in and he said, "Hey, they're beautiful." You want to see my spooky cock? <laughs> that is a really good line. <laughs> that would work on me. If, you, if a ghost said that to me, honestly, I, I, I mean, fuck, like that's a good line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly. I mean, it would take. I would probably. He should write like a pickup artist. Want to see my spooky cock? <laughs> I buy it. It's honest, <laughs> like a rattlesnake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the rattlesnake, like fucking warns you it's showing up. That's better than most of those other fucking snakes. Assholes. (laughs) (laughs) 
And so she's he, getting shot at the bows. He says the line, Slutties. but it doesn't quite pan out because she splashed her drink right in his face and stormed off while Lenny and Steve shook their skulls in disapproval. Damn, she just doesn't understand. Yeah. She doesn't understand, exactly. Honestly. And then the three of them soon found themselves inside the bath <laughs> bathroom, eyeing down a dick-sized hole in the wall. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on, Zanzibar. Just put your dick in the glory hole and let it ride. Lenny, I'm not doing that. Who knows what's on the other side of that there hall? But that's the uh, point. I'm totally hot, I promise. Said some H. John Benjamin <laughs> sounding ass from inside the stall. <laughs> Totally hot, I uh, I'm totally hot, I promise. I'm just uh, cooking these burgers in here. <laughs> in the bathroom? In the bathroom. <laughs> he's just fucking... He's got, he's got like, raw meat on the fucking... <laughs> on the top of the tank. Toilet on top of the toilet <laughs> with all this... Oh, and also, he's sucking cocks. <laughs> At the same time. <laughs> Gotta make that special sauce. He's got, like, burgers. a kiss the cook apron on. <laughs> Making the secret sauce. Yeah. <laughs> Cut oh, to. God. This is hopeless, guys. How am I ever gonna get laid like this? I think that I may be of assistance. Gary Gouldini said as he emerged oh, I knew from it. the VIP lounge. A pair of big titty, big tittied mummy maidens hanging from either arm, <laughs> and they were fucking mummy milfs. I'll say that too. Whoa. You're Gary Gouldini. The very same. Come, boys. If it's Monster Snatch you're after, then I've got just the trick. He opened those velvet ropes and let the three inside. Stripper poles and multicolor fog abound. Like, it was one of those fucking... You know the ones. Oh, yeah. If you want to get laid, here's the trick that always gets you the treat you desire. <laughs> All you gotta do is whisper in her ear. Wanna do some blow? <laughs> Works every time, trust 100%. me. 100%. <laughs> he handed the ghost a baggie of fine white powder and said with a wink, Good luck, kid. And so Zanzibar floated, baggie in hand, he floated over to the stripper pole and immediately struck up a conversation with the satyr stripper. She seemed disinterested in this awkward little ghost before her, but then he whispered the magic words into her ear. Cut to Zanzibar sitting there getting the lap dance of a lifetime. Like this satyr babe oh, was yeah. all over his jock. <laughs> Those hairy little goat legs. Hairy little goat legs all on his jock. I don't know. He might just be into that. Fuck. I ain't kink shaman. Yeah, we're not kink shaman. I ain't ghost exactly. kink shaman. Next no. thing you know, <laughs> she leapt up into the air and wrapped her goat legs around the stripper pole all upside down and shit. And then she immediately slid down to the floor where she cracked her skull open and died instantly. No. Oh, shit. <laughs> Happy Halloween. It was a total buzzkill, to say the least. The music cut out and everyone was petrified at the sight of it. Zanzibar had nearly lost his chub in the moment of chaos that followed. Nearly. But then, nearly. But then, but then, the dead stripper's ghost rose up out of her body and everybody went wild. It was a fucking full-on <laughs> raucous applause. Some guy's yeah. hand fell off and it fucking walked over to Gar uh, Gary and fucking jerked him <laughs> off. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and he never called. <laughs> he never called again. Didn't even get her name that time. Oh, now, God. what do you say we snort some blow and have ourselves some good old ghost sex, you dig? The Skeleton and Gary, and frankly everyone in the room, gave Zanzibar a thumbs up as his ghost satyr babe led him into a nearby broom closet to do the deed. Oh, shit. Finally. 
finally, after 318 and a half years, he was able to put his penis in a woman, and let me tell you, that shit sent his soul straight to heaven. Because 23 seconds later and the ghost stripper had returned from the closet, a nose full of cocaine and Zanzibar's ectoplasm all over the place. <laughs> Finn. Dude, great fucking story. Yo, Gary is a really cool guy, He's a fucking say. cool lich. He's looking out. He wants everyone to have a good time. Let me, let me give you a little nugget of canon. Little nugget of canon. Uh, little chicken nugget. The, the day this is coming out is the day after my new Wizard Scroll episode drops. 31st. Oh, hell yeah. And so, yesterday, in yesterday's tale, you might have seen Jerry the Skeleton is still around, even after Umbrella is dead. Spoilers. So, there are other... Crossover. There are other liches in Yergsland, one of which is Gary, and he's a cool guy. Like, they're not all fucking bad people. No. Exactly. Just it's like they're a lich doesn't mean they're Exactly. Bad. It's like when you raise a pit bull, and... People have the preconsumed notion that the pit bull's gonna fucking attack and bite and be nasty. Meanwhile, that's just someone raising them wrong. They're raising them wrong, and yep. then the fucking yeah, what's it called? Gary Gobl- uh, Gary Gouldini is just trying to fuck him. So it's like yeah, he, he's he's a cool guy. Umbrella is fucking pit bull bitch trying though. to fuck, not fight. Exactly, yeah. and so yeah. Long story short, uh, Jerry the Skeleton is a uh, Gary. Like he he summoned him, and I guess he forgot. Or something. He's, he's just now out here. Dude. He's out there drinking classic. his milk. Yo, that party was hilarious and had so many great, fucking, just like, Just Gavin was there. <laughs> with Gavin his nuts was out. There. With his eyeballs painted Dude, on his nuts. Everybody was there. <laughs> <laughs> everybody who was anybody was there. Who was also dead was there. Yeah. And some people who weren't dead. Yeah. Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> he is dead now. Yes, sir. Soul are, came out. are these your real nutsacks? And he's like, indubitably, these are my nutsacks. <laughs> I painted eyeballs on them. It's just weird that it's coming out of my shirt sleeve. Beholder, oh my I promise. Behold these nuts. <laughs> Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. That's what I heard. That was a uh, pretty spooky, what are we calling this, spooktacular? Yeah, the spooktacular, a.k.a. Yeah, the, the bone, bone sesh, a.k.a. whatever, the bone digger, whatever. What do you say Oh, the uh, the bones and bruise <laughs> of the skeleton. crew. The bone digs, the skeleton crew. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Oh, yeah, there it is. That's the yep. a.k.a. I want. Holy shit. That was... Dude, what a fucking... What a great time. I'm glad I'm glad he made that happen. This is two and a half hours of fucking bliss right now. I'm I know. You. I'm looking at my shit right now. I got my fucking <laughs> Mikulov Ultra. I'm fucked up. <laughs> I'm having such a good time. Hell yeah. I'm glad my story Dude. wasn't that long. Honestly. No, I could yeah, have written but... an Odyssey as well. We'd be here till fucking 5 a.m. I, I kind of wish it was longer, honestly. That fucking party was going. Yeah. I, I hope the party I go to tonight is half lit. <laughs> Remember, half Shane. Lit at least. If you got just, that Vodka LaCroix OG in hand anytime's a Just ask time. him if they want to do oh, some yeah. blowing. I mean, yeah, once that shit cultivates, I fuck. Gotta, I gotta try out some. that fucking line, that Gary line, dude, and see if it works. <laughs> you want to see my spooky cock? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, that's actually from something, I gotta tell you. It was my favorite fucking video Halloween themed thing to ever see. It's called yeah. the Gay Ghost. You sent me this. Yeah, <laughs> you see it. I love it. Uh, yes, I watched the whole thing. Oh it's my incredible. god, uh, Gavin, I you have to see it. It's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh my. 
You want to see my spooky cock? <laughs> oh my god, that fucking video kills me every time I watch it. Like that Incredible. was a nostalgic treat from my childhood, and it's every no, year really it's like a fresh that. fucking treat in my, not my mouth because <laughs> you don't want that ectoplasm getting in there. No, yeah, you don't want to do. And I like how she left the closet like twenty seconds later. Like, she she like, made a quick. Like she made quick work of it. It was the easiest like, blow she it. ever got. <laughs> it only cost her her oh. life. Oh. She fucking oh, fuck. died right there. You know, my AirPods might have died. <laughs> I mean, if you're in the presence of a lich like that, like you ain't be, you ain't gonna be dead for long. All right, guys, dope episode. Uh. <laughs> That's a burp. <laughs> well, boys, it was uh, a pleasure and a treasure. A mimic opened up, and the treasure was four ass cheeks, and that was just as good as the time I had. To I make. got so scared, I shit my pants. Real? And I couldn't be happier. Oh, sh- fuck. You shit your pants at hey, what, at least what, what part smell did that you shit, shit your pants at? Are you, is there shit coming? Um, yeah, it was, it was actually once during each of our stories. Mm. You know? Oh, your own you story? One, two, three. You got scared of your yeah. own story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I got scared too, but I, I, I took some laxes beforehand, so I was ready. Alright, yeah. <laughs> I had a diaper on this whole time. Spoilers. <laughs> it's not in. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Well. Yeah. I hope you dudes have an awesome Halloween. If you're listening to this around that time, I hope you have a spooky rest of your month. I hope you got a good old spooktacular. The spookiest season of them all is coming up. No Nut November. And you'll be seeing Fuck me what? in the ranks of Among the First to lose <laughs> the game. Brutal. Dude, well, technically anyone in the time zone ahead of you is going to Exactly, the time it. zone thing. That's a big difference, too. That doesn't yeah, count. You failed in California. Meanwhile, it's already 12 in fucking whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, it was a great time, guys, and uh, looking forward to to our next uh, hol- uh, holiday spectacular. Perhaps we'll do some Christmas nightmare stuff. before Christmas spooktacular. Oh, that's gonna be fun! The so, Christmas special. Santor might make an appearance. There we go. <laughs> All right, guys, that's been great. And yeah, this was fucking that, awesome. I do. Bye bye. Great time, guys. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street.
So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. <laughs> <laughs>